this is the most epic intro on YouTube. <laughs> what I'm talking about. And we are live. Welcome to another episode of Damage Per Second Podcast. This is episode 131. Uh, 133, sorry. Ooh, I'm the odd number. I keep forgetting that. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to the, to the support. And yes, Ramon, it is the best intro in the community. Definitely. Well, no, he said he said to be to be accurate. He said it's the most epic. Intro oh, epic! You on know, YouTube. you know why? Which, because it's actually our gameplay. It's, yeah, it's, you know, yeah, we actually showcase us playing games in our intro. It ain't just a bunch of like <laughs> clips of like a couple of cutscenes that somebody put together. Facts. We did this ourselves. Like people be like, "I need an intro. Let me go find an intro guy." To make me an intro. Hey, intro guy, make me look like I'm a gamer. Make me look <laughs> yeah. like I, I I I be out here in these gaming streets, out oh, here man. doing things out here. Yeah, put all them games in there that everybody liked that I ain't never played. Do that for me. Nah, Do that for we me. out here. We played all of that stuff that's in our intro. We did. We and did. when we update our intro eventually, it's going to be even more epic with even more stuff that we did in it. That's, that's how we do things out here. Out here. Shout Podcast. out. Shout out to the whole voice slow mo slash. <laughs> shout out to slow mo. Yo, but uh, yeah, man, great to um, great to be here with you guys. It's um, it's another another Thursday, another great day in the community. A lot of stuff happened over the course of the week, but. You already heard his voice, so I'm, 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 we're not gonna we're not gonna hold it up. The man, the myth, the legend, the man of many slaps, the man that has a viral video that popped on his channel a couple like a couple weeks ago, and uh, I'm just waiting for the next one. Slow mo back slap. Viral, I mean, it, viral, a viral for a person that hasn't uploaded a video in forever. Well, when I drop just, that next one, we'll see, we'll see, we'll, we'll see, we'll see with the next one. I think the next one probably gonna make even more people angry, but. We'll see. We'll see how people how people like that one. But yeah, um, glad to be here. It's been a long day, but finally yes. I get to just sit back with the homie, discuss some games, talk about what I've been playing. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. it's just been. It's just I'm just glad to be able to relax at this point. So yeah, what have glad you been to playing? Be here. Glad glad to see the chat. I actually just finished uh, Ravenlock last night. Oh okay, yeah. Started it and and finished it all in one sitting. Dang! Started and finished in one sitting. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty short. It's about uh, I checked my time. I beat it in four and a half hours. Mm -hmm. Um, now, Ravenlock is made by a little small studio indie studio called Coco Cucumber. Yeah, which. Is, Reminds me of like a like a, a Nick Jr. TV show or something, but whatever, mm -hmm. right? Um, Coco Cucumber made. Remember Echo Generation? I do. So Echo Generation is uh, um, was on Game Pass as well. Both both their games have launched in Game Pass, and Echo Generation was like a dark horse sleeper hit for me last year. It was a turn based RPG. Um, it has like that pixel art kind of look to it, but it's 3D. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, very subtle. Um, I'm playing on PC, so I play it like like 4K. You know, 3,000 frames per second because it's so like kind of basic, right? But 
it it looks good for it and and Ravenlock can kind of continues that on. It's still that pixel art look, but it's not 2D, it's 3D. So that's like their own little flavor to it. Right, right. Now, though, I like Ravenlock, but I don't like Ravenlock as much as I liked Echo Generation. So what Echo Generation, what I enjoyed about Echo Generation, even though the turn-based combat was very basic, I like the fact that they were very stingy on... um um sp which is like your magic points like your ability to heal and stuff like that and healing items so you had to be very strategic going into combat and be very cautious in combat because you didn't want to end up using up all your stuff you get to a boss and you just can't even survive right Mm -hmm. so that there was a level of difficulty to it plus the story was kind of like it was it was kitty but then it was dark it was like some dark elements to Echo. Like, if you ever play Echo Generation, play Echo Generation. That's basically what I'm saying. Now, with Ravenlock, Ravenlock's story is basically just Alice in Wonderland. That's it. I mean, literally, it's just Alice in Wonderland. There's no difference whatsoever between them, mm-hmm. except that your character is called Ravenlock instead of Alice. Right. <laughs> um, the combat is is action RPG, but it's basic. Again, they go the basic route with it, but what I didn't care for with Ravenlaw compared to Echo Generation was there was no difficulty in it whatsoever. Like your dash away, usually when games give you a dash mechanic to kind of get away from attacks or enemies or AoE attack, they give you a cooldown at some point. Maybe you can dash twice before the cooldown hits, right? Nah, it's just unlimited dash in Ravenlock. You can just dash, like, I'll be just dashing all through the map out of combat. I'm just dashing everywhere. I don't never run. I don't ever just straight up run. I'm just dashing. And it's that that ability to always avoid. Like, I never blocked. What am I blocking for? I'm just dashing away from any attacks, going, dashing around the bosses and just whooping them. Like, the. It's it's just so easy. It's super easy, which is part of the reason probably why it, it it was partially why it was so short. It's so short because there's really not a lot of content there. Mm-hmm. You essentially you you got you got to stop a queen. She's got a castle with a gate with three items that you have to place into the gate to open it, and you spend probably two thirds of your time. Actually, more than that, you probably spend eighty five percent of the game getting those three items. But it's like, it's just real simple. Although it was an enjoyable time, it was like, it was just four hours. So it's just, well, I'm hoping with Coco Cucumber, because I, I don't know how big that studio is. Um, I think they got talent. I just think they need more resources. And so mm-hmm. with two games, like, and maybe they split their resources, because literally Echo Generation came out last year, and then now Ravenlock is this year. It's like, did you have two different teams working on two different games? Maybe for their third game, they could just combine them to make one bigger game that, you know, still level, same level of quality. It's just, you know, um, long story short, it's a decent game. Try it out. But I think Echo Generation is a better experience. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I've been playing that. I've been, uh, I got my, my Dolph Maul skin. Um, I knew the, you um, was going to buy it. I knew no, it. No, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I didn't oh, buy you, it. You didn't buy it? Now, how'd you get it? Ish. Okay, so all right. So look, I don't quite agree with this. 
Oh lord! But like they did. So you got your battle pass in Fortnite. Yes. But then they had like this, 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 this mini battle pass. Uh oh. Which was like time gated at that. That was like seven or eight dollars. Uh-huh. And Darth Maul is in that. So there's like a free track to it. And then there's the paid track. And you know how battle passes are. Yeah. Like, you, you get some free stuff, but the free stuff ain't as good as it the It ain't as good stuff. as the paid stuff, right. So so if you just went the free route, you would get a clone trooper, um, uh, uh, an Empire clone trooper at the end. Right. If you did the paid route, you get all the free stuff. Plus you get- You get like, both. You get both, and you get Darth Maul then. So of course I was gonna get Darth Maul. So essentially, I did pay for Darth Maul, but I had to work to get him. I couldn't just buy him, and then you know now I'm Darth Maul doing doing the um the the Tootsie Roll, right? <laughs> Tootsie Roll, but, <laughs> which I'm, I literally have that as a dance in Fortnite. Um, but I had to actually like do all these challenges. Like you had to like I had to kill a certain number of people with a lightsaber. Uh, do a certain amount of headshot damage with the uh, um, the assault rifle laser gun that the Empire has. You know, the gun that the 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 clone troopers can't shoot for nothing, right? Right. It's just little things like that. But like, I, I got it. I got that done, and I've been playing the division a whole lot. I made a new build that is. I sent you the footage for it. Mm-hmm. I'm just melt even on on what's the highest. This challenge, heroic, even though heroic difficulty, which is the highest difficulty, I'm just melting people. I'm just melting everybody. It's just, I don't know, man. At this point now, the division is, I'm running out of things to do. You've been ran out of things to do. <laughs> but well, look, now, see, here's the thing is that, like, I can play a game if there is, if you always give me enough build diversity where I can continue to keep like creating new ways of having fun, creating new ways to kill the enemies mm-hmm. quicker, faster, more unique or whatever. Right. I'm going to do that. So although basically what I need for them to do is drop that new content, that new, that new, I've, I've been playing it in the, the public test server, which is just on PC. And it's, it's basically a roguelike it's, it's, you know, you go in without your gear and then you kind of just gear up, you know, over time. Um, but I uh, I need them to drop that ASAP because ain't nothing else to do right now. But <laughs> uh, Jedi Survivor is Jedi Survivor is still broken on PC. But it's 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 the where it's at right now. At least for me, I, it's playable for me. And what I mean by that is that like it's that minimum 60 frames per second so it kind of fluctuates from like 80s and 90s and then it'll drop like it'll have these dry still have has those uh what do they call it when you uh traversal uh dips where it's like you move to a new area and it's loading that new area like that stuff happens it's happening on consoles so i actually just watched vg tech's video about how it performs on xbox and playstation and i'm talking about like averaging in like between like 35 to 40 frames per second on performance mode in like whole areas it's just it's bad but on p for me on my my rig on pc i'm going from like a high frame rate to like 50s 
whenever that happens and mm-hmm. it's just like it's kind of for and the frame timing is abysmal it's all over the place which is it's not enjoyable even though i, I have a high frame rate it's not smooth so it's just frustrating and it's uh but i'm i'm i got i've gotten further enough in jedi survivor now where i'm like i'm digging the story like i'm seeing like who the antagonist is supposed to be and He's pretty cool, and I'm seeing like all kind of like force echoes showing me stuff that happened in the in the past, and it's cool. I I I, I dig in the story, and it's it's a, it's such a high quality game. I just wish like EA gave them like another year or something. Like right. it just seems like it just it was not ready to come out, and it's not like you're you're using a frostbite engine, which is garbage. You use an Unreal Engine 4. And it's just like, why is this performing so badly? Like, it makes no sense to me. But that's what I'm playing, man. I already know what you're playing. <laughs> I'm, 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 looking at, I'm looking at the footage of it. <laughs> that's literally all I've been playing. I played a little bit of Destiny, but whew, that was basically just the login. And matter of fact, I was playing with Taz. He uh, hit me up. It was like... Hey, Shout jump in. Taz. Shout out to Taz. He hit me and said, hey, let's do a let's do a let's do a grandmaster. I was like, okay. Haven't played Destiny in like four days, but okay. And we proceeded to get our butts whipped by this GM. Couldn't even get past the second encounter. I was like, yo, this is what happens when you take a break from Destiny. You forget how to play the game. So we might as well just go ahead and get into it since Yeah, we got it. It's the first topic, man. Listen. Here's the kingdom, man. You know I ain't played it, so this is all you. I know. So I, I, I know. I'm, I'm gonna ask you questions from someone, okay, who is completely uh, separated from Tears of the Kingdom. What makes this game um, a worthy sequel to Breath of the Wild? A worthy sequel to it? Well, yeah. The worthy sequel part of it is just because you know most companies a lot of companies don't do this but they actually give you the things that you wanted they improve the things that you wanted like they it's like so they, this, so they took out uh your weapons breaking i said they didn't you just hear me say they took out the things that you didn't want but they improved the things that was okay, messed up in the game they didn't take out no weapons no weapons breaking but I they improved people, people was like, they improved it though to the point where it's okay. not even really noticeable though like weapons still do break so, so people instead of they're they're making their own if their weapon breaks they just make a new weapon yeah make a new one or before your weapon breaks you just you know craft or you know fuse it with something else and it resets the durability on a weapon Okay, so so here's my next question. Yes. How many? I know this is a children's program. How many penises have you made in this game, sir? <laughs> I'm seeing footage all over the internet Listen, of people making any, making twigging berries. I, 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 I have twigging berries. I have and, seen and those as well. Fighting bosses with a with a giant twigging berries, and I'm just like. Yo, Nintendo fans is weird. Y'all some weirdos, bro. I'm just like, I, why is that the first thing? Like, I see. I don't see the one making like a a huge like Robotech mech, which I have seen that, but it took a while for me to see that. Mm-hmm. I know I'm seeing just 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 twigging berries everywhere, and I'm just like, yeah. Why? So, so how, how many of those have you made? I haven't made any, but I have seen pictures of them, and I was like, yo, y'all are sick. <laughs> But uh, but no, literally, it's like, I mean, it's it's something that's inherently wrong with people when you give them the ability to basically craft or make anything. They will find a way to make the most 
craziest inappropriate things in a video game and um you know my it was in minecraft and it was it's in this game it was in pretty much any game you could craft in or make make items and stuff like that so i guarantee you nintendo knew that this was going to be something that was going to happen but ultimately i mean i mean if you think of games like mario maker they 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 had levels of dildos and stuff which is crazy. Yeah, I remember seeing some of that stuff. That was just like in Mario. Wow, I was like, wow, in Mario Maker, look at your look at yeah. your imagination run. Uh, my kids aren't playing that. No, um, no. So, so let's say, okay. So, is the story? I I, I kind of feel like, and, and look, you know, I haven't played Zelda since like I was ten years old. I hate mm-hmm. Zelda, but yes, I don't know why you do, but you do. Is the story more than your typical Nintendo fare? Because if you could say if Nintendo has any weaknesses, it's in storytelling. Their storytelling is garbo. Like I actually think the story in this is a is a lot better than it even was in Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild was kind of one of those stories where it's like, okay, you know, calamity Ganon and everything. It was just more of the the cookie the cookie cutter variety of what the game normally was before but just a little bit more you know you know branched out i think they really they really went into a lot of um storytelling with this just like the very beginning of the game when you're walking through the caverns underneath hyrule with zelda and you're getting all the explanation of everything that's happening and how did we how did we lead up, how did this game led up to this point i think that is like by far some of the most and the best storytelling they have told up until this point, like pretty much in any of the Zeldas. Um, a lot of people don't realize that there isn't one, one link. There's like 12 of them. It's like, Wait, what did, did you know that link is, it's not just one link, right? You know, it's like a clone or something. Well, there's different versions and different time periods of link. Cause you know, link is, is it a, a multiverse. Listen, link is a traveler he is like the link you play in this game is he's the link of the wild which is breath of the wild like the the link the hero time is the one from uh ocarina and time uh and majora's mask one for wind waker is that why he looks like uh like an eight-year-old yes that that is and that is a different link too so there are there are literally 12 different links in the link series they're they're not all just one link and i and i thought about that when i was talking to you and i was like a lot of people don't really know that a lot of people think that link is just this persistent uh, character that is the same across all of the games. And that is definitely not the case. Some links have like for the first time um, ever link. They finally spoke of leaks parents and stuff like there's versions of, of Zelda where link doesn't that you, you don't even think he has a family. He doesn't have parents or anything. He was just there and he has caretakers and stuff that take care of him and stuff. So there is a lot of backstory to Zelda that a lot of people really don't know about, which is really, really cool. I didn't really start branching into that until after Breath of the Wild um, because it made me kind of want to get into that type of stuff. But well, um, you know, it's crazy. Shout out to the homie Ramon Terrell in the chat because he actually has a question that I was going to ask. What's up? Um, which is, uh, um, so is, is that the same for Zelda and Ganon? Are they like 12 different versions of Zelda and Ganon as well? Uh no, Zelda is the same across all. Wait, wh- Ganon on the other hand, like okay, well, there's different time periods. 
like the way that it so there is i forget what game it was no you're right zelda is different in each one like the ganon that you see in heroes of um ocarina time is completely different than the ganon that's in breath of the wild oh, no, that wouldn't make any sense yeah because Zelda i just thought about like, it i know, just yeah i just thought about it because be there is though if like if like if, if, if she was disappointed in Link, he was like you know the last <laughs> one was, wasn't this week i mean yeah so so yeah <laughs> yeah it is it is it, there is different zeldas and there is different ganons like this is calamity ganon whereas so 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 there, there are literally multiverses then yes inside of the zelda so, so, universe so there's like there's so okay 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 all right all right, all right. I mean I guess that's that's somewhat interesting you know yeah you something some a lot of people don't know and um I think it's really really cool if you sit back and you actually oh, think so, about it like so, that so we might run into a link in a Zelda that actually has uh, visual fidelity <laughs> at some point <laughs> maybe next generation when they finally do it you know maybe you know maybe maybe maybe. Uh, shout out to Tactical Gamer with the two dollars super chat. Said there's three different timelines. He said there's three different timelines. Yeah, okay. there. Yeah, I couldn't remember how many times, but yeah, there's three. Like I said, this is all new to me. I just started going down the rabbit hole like not too long ago. I was like recently, like you know, I keep hearing like, oh, there's different versions of Link, and then I started like researching it. And I was like, holy crap, there is a bunch of different links. And hey, um, real quick, wanted to say something real quick. If you guys may have noticed, the emotes, well, the badges have changed. Yeah. Um. So now there are different badges for how long you've been a member, and I think it, it just it really just hit it, for both of our channels, but it really just popped in my head once I saw Ramon, um, in the chat, and uh, and you there's there's going to be a badge. There's a badge for six months. There's a badge for twelve months, and there's a badge for two years, which no one is at yet because we haven't had the memberships up for that long. But that's it. Uh, starting just, next you know, month though we'll hit the year next month is a year though right so, so you guys who have been who have been members for that long which we fully appreciate your support and, and your and your loyalty with that you're gonna see your bags change starting in june yeah um yeah so all right cool cool you know that, that sounds that sounds great i'm hope you guys are enjoying making your your flaccid oh my uh, god weapons and 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 you know it's, it's great it's so good for a second yeah but yeah but the biggest thing that i'm really excited slow-mo remember when they announced god of war when it came out 2018 remember how many like the the first amount of the first numbers they gave for that game when they said it's so like eight million remember how long that was mm, no they, they said they hit eight i think it was like i think it was in the first week it sold eight million copies in the first week i might be off it might have yeah, been four sold 10 million in, in three, three days, days. Crazy. Three days, and it's not. It is. It is still not over. <laughs> it's still I not over. Because, like, all right, before Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda never sold wasn't a, like that. wasn't think, a seller think, like this. I think the highest selling Legend of Zelda game was like three point something million. It yep. wasn't. I think it's it's like the the Switch effect or something because all of the Nintendo first party IP are having are in their like. They're, they're they're prime you know like oh, they're yeah. all selling at the highest they've ever sold even when they haven't been like the best like like i don't think like mario odyssey is the best mario but like i think it's like the highest selling mario or whatever but i think it's just it's partially due to the fact that there's 125 million switches out there yeah 
And I think it's also partially due to the fact that, like, you lose your switch, it breaks or whatever. Like, you get a new switch. Um, I mean, they, they have tools for this now. Cause, like, I was able to log into my old Switch account once I got the Switch OLED. And I, all my... Uh, all of my games were still there. But let's say you, you, you know, a lot of people buy physical on the Nintendo Switch, and you, you bought a physical game. Let's say you lost all that stuff. You gotta rebuy that stuff again. You know, it's just that, and that tends to happen when you have a portable device. You know, versus yeah. the one that's just you know people set up. Like people are probably have set up their Xbox and their PlayStation in one spot, and it has not moved since yeah. they set it up however years ago you know and that's not you, the case with, right. the, with a nintendo device so you're right shout out again to tactical gamer with the five dollar super chat it says timeline one the hero that the that succeeds and defeats ganon um timeline two is the hero that fails that fa- yeah falls falls timeline three is child link some links in zeldas and descendants of others okay so which timeline is tears of the kingdom then is he the one that 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 is he timeline he's ti- one? he's yeah he's timeline one okay so who's timeline two then that's um that's ocarina time okay so he failed more that's, or less the suck link that's suck link Sunk link. <laughs> oh, whatever. I, I'm I'm so childish. That, you that, are. That, you're that, very baby. childish right now. But yeah, but I mean th- that right there will make a lot of people just. I think makes people kind of want to just understand the franchise a little bit more. It's like there's way more to this game than just what people think. I'm mean, look look. I know this ain't a super chat, but I just kind of want to highlight what Ramon Terrell, a writer, you know, you know, our, our resident writer in the chat just said that I think that kind of like symbolizes what maybe the uh, the the purpose of Legend of Zelda is. He says that's a very real thing about fantasy. In this case, the main character is Hyrule. Yep, and the sense of wonder and exploration is what has captured so many people. And 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 that kind of he's he's. Referring to something I think Dorian Gray said, where he says Link is a blank canvas. He's just really just there to be the link for the player to the actual game, which seems to be a uh, a growing topic um, on Twitter recently about, like, what is Link? Is Link... A boy is Link. A girl is Link. I, a he, she. So a lot of people look, thought Link. I ain't Link getting into nope. any of that. So no. I'm just going to say, look, <laughs> Link is the, the, Link. The, the creator said they wanted Link to be as ambiguous as possible, and yeah. I think they they succeeded with that to the point so. they don't even have him speak. Well, I mean, a lot of games do that too. Well, that's how you keep it ambiguous too, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but but it's not always. For example, like my favorite game ever is Chrono Trigger, which you know everyone that's ever heard me talk knows that. But like Chrono doesn't speak either. Chrono, uh, but you know Chrono's motivations though. It's like even though he he is kind of a blank slate, he's not really because when Chrono's mad, you know Chrono pulls out his sword, he gets into his fighting stance. You already, you already know what's up. Like he ready to, he ready to go throw down. Or if uh, Chrono is shocked or surprised, you see like his, you know, this his 
2D character shows that. So it's like it's not a complete blank slate, but right. I mean, in a lot of ways, I think that's why uh, there's the Master Chief in Halo and how for a long time they didn't want to show his face, even though we all knew he was just some some old white guy. But like they didn't want to do that because they kind of wanted those uh, they wanted the gamer to kind of feel like it's me. I'm the master chief, you know? Right. But yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's I think it's a uh, pretty cool. It's, pretty cool. It is good, man. Well, moving on. Well, I don't want to kill people with Zelda over here. Everybody yeah, knows. Please, it's great. Don't, please don't. Cause we can move on. Now, Thank please. God. Slow-mo sent me some gameplay because uh, we would have been watching Zelda this whole screen <laughs> because it's all I've been playing. I'm like 17 hours in, man. The game is freaking phenomenal. I was off the, I was off the last three days from work. And all I did was literally sit. Like, I want to say half and half, like half of it was playing handheld mode. The other half was playing on my TV. <laughs> Like, it went from from barely being able to see it to wishing that you could hey, that you. I will see it. I will say the game is not a good looking game, but it's it's definitely a fun game. I will say that. How's that 720p on the 4K OLED? Hmm? Uh, mm, no comment. No comment. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no I comment. Think so. But it's, right. it's good. Well, let's just move on. Now, I was going to show gameplay for this, but not gameplay the trailer. But I heard that people that play the trailer is getting demonetized. So we're not going to do that. We're just going to talk about it. Um, oh, what the trailer for Mortal Kombat? Yeah. Some people told me that they got them. Yeah. They said they got demonetized like WB. WB? I was like WB out here demonetizing people. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to make slow-mo sit through, you know, breath of the wild. I'm going to make slow-mo sit through my, my second favorite game of all time while we do this. Oh, <laughs> I already know what it is, man. So, Mortal Kombat. Now, first of all... Man, sh- put, put Breath of the Wild back up. No, not, I'm not going to put Breath of the Wild back up there. <laughs> I put, ain't trying to see this. Let me put Breath of the Wild back up there? No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Mortal, Mortal uh, Kombat 1. Yeah, no. Mortal Kombat 1. Um, shout out to Ed Boone yesterday putting out the trailer with the, the little little six minute trailer with the clock that said 12 on it. And we'll see you today at or tomorrow at 9 a.m. Um, I thought it was going to be, first of all, what do you think of the name before we get into the trailer? Mortal Kombat 1, it is the 30th anniversary. So it looks like they're going there. It, it seems like they're restarting. They're going back to the first one. Uh, what do you think of the name? First of all, Slomo. Not going to twelve, but going straight to Mortal Kombat one again. Um, I I heard there's a story reason for this. Yeah, which, I heard I mean, too. Yeah, I've always like I I'm not you know I'm not into fighting games, but when um back in the day when I was into fighting games, I did play Mortal Kombat mostly for the story. I didn't really care about playing against other people with it. When I played uh, fighting games, I was mostly into like Capcom fighters, like Street Fighter and. Marvel versus Capcom. I did get into Dead or Alive and, and Soul Calibur for a while, but oh, and the, the the best Capcom fighter, in my personal opinion, Rival Schools, which Rival Schools was cool. Rival Schools was pretty cool. I, I love Rival Schools. Anyway, uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat. I always thought the the story was real cool. Love the movies. No, well, the first movie. <laughs> Gotta clarify that because the other ones after that, straight garbage. Especially the last one that came out with. Uh, that one was probably the worst Mortal Kombat movie, but that's it. 
uh, I think uh, the story elements are always pretty cool. And I think like I don't I don't know what's I don't know what's been happening. I mean, they're like they just like did eleven, so it's I, I've missed that one a lot. But I thought I saw something that said like Liu Kang has recreated reality. I don't know how he able to do that. He was just a regular dude that was a. a um, back in the day, was a Bruce Lee knockoff, but whatever. I guess he's now a god or something. I don't know. Well, look, it, it, all I know is the trailer looked cool. It looks, it looked good. Bro. Too bad we can't show it, but it looks cool. It looks yeah, cool. I'm not going to show that trailer as as much as I know some people did show it. I I I'd rather not take us. What's yeah. that? <laughs> now I was I was kind of discussing some things with our homie Eric Jackson and Eric and Eric Jackson. So you know Johnny Cage is being there's going to be a a skin or or a something where you or an appearance where you can have him appear to look like jean-claude van damme mm-hmm. and so now like i i saw i think uh ed boone was like any other suggestions or something like that for like actors to portray a particular a particular character or whatever or just adding people in and i think eric had the greatest suggestion ever Mm-hmm. He wanted Bruce Leroy and Shonuff from the from the the Last Dragon, and I was like, "Bro, now I can't get it out of my head." I need Bruce Leroy and Shonuff. Look, if Bruce Leroy and Shonuff are in this game, I don't even like fighting games. Man, if they and put I'm them in there, it. I would buy and it I'm, too. I'm I would buy it, it too. Who's the master? Somebody, (laughs) I want to beat somebody and say, "Kiss my converse." That's all I want to. I want that to be a finisher. Kiss my converse. Oh man! Like you force somebody to kiss your converse, then like you like maybe kick them and like their head explodes or something like that. I don't know. It's just that that that's gotta happen. They they gotta make it happen now. I, I I don't know who owns the last dragon IP. More than likely, it's defunct. It might be even. I hope it's like public access now, just like anybody can use it, and now make it even easier for them to just, you know, get the rights to just put it in the game. But whatever, give me show enough, man. I need, I need show enough with the glasses and the converse. I yeah, yeah, man. That that that. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh man, can you imagine actually having a converse on? <laughs> Kiss the converse, man, dog. That was we might we want to go watch um watch that movie, man. That movie was great. But um I actually watched it. Oh no, it, no it's, it's been a minute. It's, it's been, been a minute since a I watched that movie, man. I used to watch that like maybe every other year for a long time. That that movie is that movie is such a classic. You got the glow. How we go about talking about The Last Dragon? This is the actual Mortal Kombat. But this, 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 this is how people know, man. These guys ain't no fighting game. No, I, well, <laughs> listen. I, fighting game. Listen, my daughter is super into Mortal Kombat. Like, she, because I, I almost forgot about the trailer because I saw that, because, you know, she reminded me. She, she texted, she called me while she was at school yesterday and was like, yeah, go look at, she said, go look at Mortal Kombat's Twitter account. I was like, okay. I was like, what did the trailer come out? She said, just go look. I, I don't have Twitter, so I can't see it because mom, we don't let them have Twitter yet. I was like, well, how do you know it's on Twitter? She said, just search for Ed Boone or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, you even know who the creator of Mortal Kombat is? So 
kids, they, you know, they, they surprise you all the time. So I go look and I see, oh, I see, oh yeah, Ed Boon put up a trailer. And I go look and I was like, oh my God, this little clock got my daughter freaking, freaking out. So then I wake up and I'm on my way to work. I forgot all about the trailer. I haven't even watched it yet. And then she calls me, FaceTiming me. And I was like, why are you FaceTiming me? And I'm looking like, oh, I forgot the trailer came out today. She watched it while she was at lunch. And I swear to God, she was like, I'd never seen a kid so happy in tears to see a trailer before. Like, is someone, do you remember how a emo- like, let's, 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 let's keep it 100 here. Video games make you emotional because they hit that, oh, yeah, they, they hit a dopamine. It's like that dope, it's like a dopamine you get from the game from just seeing, and especially if you love something so much. And I remember that's how I felt about Halo 2 when I very, I saw the very first trailer of Halo 2 with them jumping out of the airlock with the bomb and stuff. And it, it gave me this emotional feel that I was like, yo, in my mind, like I'm not crying physically, but in my mind, my mind and in my brain is like screaming for joy. Like I can't wait for this next year. And I'm just super overwhelmed and happy about it. And I literally watched my daughter go through that today. Like, cause Mortal Kombat is it for her. It's like her favorite. She loves fighting games. She plays all of them. Mortal Kombat is it for her though. Like she, she plays, she has like over 800 hours in Mortal Kombat 11 and watching her go through that. It just reminded me of how great video games are. And I'm like, I'm super touched that this is that games can still do this for people. And, um, when I watched it and I had to lie to her, you know, she can't hear me right now. Cause I told her, wait, wait to see the trailer. Well, I was like, I can't wait. Though. I got to see this. I got to get the trailer for the show today. So I got to watch it. <laughs> so I'm watching this trailer and I'm sitting, I'm on my phone watching it. And my wife is in the other room. And all of a sudden, like all the stuff, the fatalities and all the stuff at the end starts happening. And I'm like, oh my God, my wife, I was like, yo, I see why my daughter is super excited for this game because there's one thing, like, do I think the game's going to look picture perfect like that? No, but do I think it's going to look very close to what we saw when they were showing the different fatalities and stuff at the game that you can do? I think it's going to get very close to that slow-mo. Very, very close to that. You know, I'll... I'll, uh... I I have a feeling that's going to get very... Because that's the one thing about Mortal Kombat. Like, they get very... When they show you stuff, like in-game trailers and stuff, they get really, really close to what they show you. Like, I do... is If you take take this trailer as 100% what the game's going to look like, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. But I believe at least, I think the game will get at least between 80 and 85% to what that looks like. Uh, well, I mean, if it, if it can do that, then that would be amazing. That would, that would be great. Um, I, I do think this is like, if you're a fighting um, game fan, like you are in You're in heaven year, this year. <laughs> you're in heaven this year. Good grief. I mean, you got Mortal Kombat. You got Street Fighter Six. You've got um, what's the what's the other one I'm missing? Um, uh, Street Fighter Tekken Six, eight, Tekken Eight, Tekken Eight. Um, I feel like there's one more. Oh no, well it's not really technically one more, but uh, for the first time in like half a decade, um, a studio is doing an update for Killer Instinct. 
So, like, it just seems like fighting games are just getting all kinds of uh, updates now, which is great. Which is, you know, more content for people for, you know, genres that are typically underappreciated. I I love to see it, you know. Even if it doesn't appeal to me whatsoever, I'm glad to see other people being excited for it. So the question is, like, I said this on BRAP yesterday. Uh, Shout out to the BRAP cast. Shout out to everybody there. It was a a really good show with the homies. Uh, Shout out to Creator Kofi. He was on there, too. Uh, I basically... We gotta get Kofi in when um Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, we out. definitely gotta do that. Uh shout out to the Final Fantasy sixteen PS5 that you can go out and pre-order right now in stores, um, if you didn't know that. But um I asked a question about when do you think we're gonna see the actual proper gameplay trailer? I'm of the assumption that we're probably gonna see this thing at the PlayStation event, um, which we're gonna have a topic later on about, but um, uh, we could just keep it to this. Because I do believe that they do have marketing rights to Mortal Kombat because they have it for all the big fighting games for this generation so far. If that is the case, when do you think we're going to see the first actual game, like official gameplay of the game? I'm going to say probably Jeff Keighley's Summerfest thing. Okay, so you're thinking just, you're thinking not the PlayStation, but Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be, I I literally, now, I could be, I'm probably, you're probably more right than I am because I do believe if it was going to be the PlayStation event at the end of that trailer, they would have said, um, tune in to the PlayStation event to see, uh, actual in-game gameplay, but they didn't, but they didn't do that. Less than a week away. Right. So like, yeah, I mean, and they literally, yeah. And they literally didn't do that. So you're, you're probably more right than I am, but, um, it's just real interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, man, the, the, I, the release date is September, right? September third. I think it's September 13th or 16th. Man, September is packed, man. I mean, September, dog. It, Starfield, the rumored Spider-Man 2. So we're going to find out. So I it is we'll September we'll 16th. On, yeah. We'll know for certain Spider-Man's release date uh, this time next week. I think, I think that's something we'll get from the showcase. Can you see, because if Starfield's on the ninth, or is it the 6th? Mm-hmm. The six, the six. So yeah, Mortal Kombat's the thirteenth because that's seven days later. Mm-hmm. Doesn't leave too many more days for Spider Man in September unless it. Uh, Spider Man is the headliner as far as I look. Yeah, but are you that's gonna are the, you gonna put it out on the same the show? Look, well, look. If, okay, if, it's if, the show or, versus Mortal Kombat. If, if the month, if the release month was like a concert. <laughs> Mortal That's Kombat. the headliner. Is the headliner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Spider Man Two is the is the is the 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 rock star that showed up five minutes before he he goes on a, on set. He the last per. He the last one. The last act. Right. Yeah. Starfield is like the second to last act. You know they 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 holding on. You know the old guy. You know I used to be the headliner, but now these new kids out here they don't appreciate good music. That that dude, right? Right. And then Mortal Kombat, sad to say, is the is the the, the opening act. Right. You know the, the 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 building is half full. And some some kids is up there who who ain't got no stage presence, but they just trying, you know. Even I'm not saying Mortal Kombat brand new enough, but I'm just saying it's like you know you you've been to a concert before. I have. You I know have. what I'm talking about, right? So it's just like in in order of its uh I would say popularity and the amount of people that have eyes on particular games. I think Spider Man Two is going to be the more popular 
everyone's talking about it in September game. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, listen, Spider-Man is going to be. It will. Even even without thinking about it, it was it will at least be the second highest selling game of this year. No questions. No, no, no. Spider-Man. Second, second, second biggest this year. You know, and that's only because I I think tears is going to hit top five. You, oh, five. you think top five? You think it's gonna? Because, you, what's what's gonna because, sell more other than Tears of the Kingdom? Potentially, Hogwarts Legacy might have sold more. Oh, that's true. I, I keep forgetting that that Hogwarts game is Legacy is closing in on. They either already hit twenty million. Yeah, I keep forgetting. I million. keep forgetting. They just and they had their second launch with the the bigger platforms and PS4 and um, the Switch hasn't even come out yet. That comes out next right. month. Yeah, right. you yeah, so, you're right. You're right. I, I I forgot all about that. So yeah, Hogwarts and I know a lot of people that's getting it on a only switch. Only thing that's outselling, I think the only game I think that's outselling Hogwarts Legacy this year is Tears of the Kingdom. Everything else is going to like I think Spider-Man 2 would be top five. Top five or three. Top three. Starfield's not going to be in the top five because Yeah, I because think Starfield is on available game, on game pass. On PC game pass and Xbox Game Pass, which and it's not available on PlayStation, so its sales aren't going to be what you would get you, you expect from and like we don't know what this year's Call of Duty Howard joint. And we don't know right. what this year's Call of Duty. We keep hearing that it's gonna be that's gonna say it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't it's gonna say okay, okay, so that's so, like, so that's that's top that's, that's, that's top that's five. A guarantee it's a cool fifteen million right there. It's okay. A guarantee cool so, fifteen million. Okay. So the question comes down to Okay, and, and and I do honestly in my opinion, I do think Mortal Kombat will break ten million. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking Mortal Kombat's probably gonna be like uh like definitely top ten. Um, but it's not it's not gonna be in the in like the top three or anything. No, like no, no, no. The top three is gonna be reserved for people that like to sell twenty million or more. <laughs> right, 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 right. It, it, especially in that short of a window, you know, um, yeah, that and that's kind of what makes games like Tears of the Kingdom and like Call of Duty so amazing because they do it in such a short time. Nintendo, when it comes to their major IPs, it's like it's like the 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 ramp is so much steeper. Mm-hmm. How high that thing climbs, it is just like Call of Duty. They do maximum impact within that first thirty to sixty days. Is what Call of Duty does it in, and then Nintendo games do it literally in that first, I want to say, fourteen days of release. They get a good seventy percent of their sales out right in and there, and then it's just this consistent churning of um, sales over the course of um, the rest of the year. And uh, it was something that um, I even brought up on the show. Uh, a lot of people were buying um, Breath of the Wild because they never played it, so they bought both copies of the game. And then somebody in the chat during BRAP yesterday made a made a point and said that Breath of the Wild is literally number three in the eShop right now, with Tears of the Kingdom being number one. So that just lets you know that <laughs> the a lot old, of people the, is just like, oh, oh what did I, I miss? What did I miss? I gotta jump back yeah, in and get this. Go. Yeah. So yeah. so it's it's mm. it's kind of crazy. We're talking about that game still goes for 60 bucks on the eShop, and that's a game from 2017. So it's that's just cr- 
Nintendo that's, don't care. Nintendo don't care, man. But yeah, yeah but when it but, but when it comes to Mortal Kombat, uh, I'm Still I'm for what? Right. What's the sale? But when it comes to Mortal Kombat, I am more excited. I will definitely play because I do play against my daughter so she can whoop me. She has definitely got better at the game than I have because you know, seven hundred hours in the game cannot be sneezed at. You can't you can't poo-poo that. But uh I'm definitely looking forward to that. I already know. Before she even asks, I'm I'm pre-ordering the hundred dollar version so she can get all the characters and everything that's coming in the game. So I'm definitely going to be um, definitely going to be getting that uh, ultimate edition of the game. But um, and I know you're not really into it like that slow mo, but uh, which is probably great for you. You ain't got to worry about it. But uh, I, it, I'm telling you, man, look, man, you get Bruce Leroy in there, you get showing up in there. I'm buying MK. I'm buying MK one. Mm, there it is, man. And, and I think the name's going to actually help it sell more, too, because people are going to be like, one, like, I got to get, it's like the ground floor, so people going to feel like yeah. they need to get in on the ground floor. And you might get some old school gamers like myself that, like, stop playing fighting games, but then remembers that one and be like, man, I got I got to buy that for, you know, it's like a nostalgia reasons why they'll buy it, even though they, they, they probably complete garbage at this point. And right, just, exactly. You know, just buy it just to, to play around with it and do the story stuff and drop it and go go on to something else. You know how it is. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, before we move over to the next topic, I definitely want to thank a lot of people in the chat that came through. You know, shout out to the Mo homeboy Ramon Terrell, True Serum, Gregor Von Dune that says slow-mo only plays a division to clean up all the trash bags in every street. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of trash bags. There's a lot of trash bags out there, man. Shout out to um the Black Mamba. Thanks for coming through, man. Dorian Gray always here. Tactical gamer. Uh, it, uh, the 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 Ashen Luca, the Lashy Lucario, the Lashy one. Ooh, ooh, she's here. I don't know how she said it, but you know, try <laughs> woo woo woo. She here. <laughs> I, I don't know if she goes to do the the woo woo. I just said woo woo. She <laughs> I, here. <laughs> I ain't know you was about to sing an R and B song. Woo woo. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out the hacking sack. He's here. Um, thirsty below. Shout out to you. Um, the, the lashing. The lashing, Luca. Bubba Bubba Fett Gaming. Shout out to you. Oh my. God. Yeah, I'm, I'm sending her a message now. <laughs> Lashin Luca. <laughs> Lashin Luca. Oh, hey, I'm here. <laughs> hey, shout out to shout out there. Shout out to Chris Bush. Yeah, shout Chris Bush is up in here too. Don't let me down, Forte. I'll never let you down. I'll never let you down, bro. Um, really appreciate everybody um coming through, man. It's always a great time. And if, if you didn't hit the like button, hit it. 37, 39 people in here, 23 likes. Really appreciate it. Let's move on to the next topic. I was going to do a video of nothing but cats being played with their 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 owners and their like as pets, but Slobo was like they're going to demonetize you if you do that. So, I'm not. We're just going to say um Slobo, a game about a cat yeah. is coming to it looks like it's coming to Xbox, sir. It's called Stray. I didn't play that game on PS and they gave it away on PS uh, on PS5. I didn't play yeah. it because I didn't want to play as a cat. And, and, I played and, it and uh look, man. Yeah, how did you feel about it, Slow? I know you played it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, just, I mean, look, I'm just gonna it's it was it wasn't a bad game. It, uh -huh. it, 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 I was bored. Played about 45 minutes and was like, you know what? I'm good. 
you, you didn't like that the cat was, you know, giving directions and opening. It was, it was very cat-like, you know, acting like a cat, you know, with like, you know, scratch stuff and, you know, act like a cat. You know, I just didn't care. I, I, didn't, I didn't care for the game. I didn't care. Like, I, I was bored. You know, and I, I played it on stream. Like, it's on my channel on stream. And I was... Well, you only got uh, through 45 minutes on stream. That was a really short stream, or did you just start streaming something else? I actually streamed something before that, because there was another game that came out at the same time that I was playing, and I can't remember what it was. So I played two games. It was like a lunchtime with slow-mo thing. I played two games. One of them was was something else that released at the same time as Stray, that at least the same week. But I played both of them back to back, and I didn't care for either one of them. So, there you have it. So, I don't care about it coming to Xbox either. So, well, but, you know, cool. Well, guess what? I know somebody that's super excited, Dealer Gaming, because he has a cat. And I asked him, I said, Are you going to play straight? He said, Yeah, I'm actually really interested in that game. And I was like, That's only because you got a cat that you actually call your best friend he, he at home with you enough to play it on playstation last year well listen i'm not here to you know i'm just tell I'm people asking, I, I don't know I'm, yes I don't, yes I don't know. yes I'm yes dealer has a dealer has a playstation 5 does he turn that playstation 5 on i don't know but um he had the opportunity to play that cat game over there and he decided not to do it but he's definitely going to play it on xbox so um if you if you want to ask him why he hasn't played it on PlayStation, you have to ask him. I don't know. Cool. A lot of people said dealer's a PC gamer now. That's a lie. That man ain't never coming over to PC. <laughs> and if he has, that's a that's a turn of event for me. But um, yeah, he's like one. But he I should. He might as well uh, come uh, over to PC. Listen, shout out to <laughs> shout out. Like, there's people out like I got some. I'm I'm, I'm gonna leave it. I'm going to let them tell you, but I got a couple of phone calls over the last couple of days about how much do Xboxes trade in for because mm. they, they have high-end PCs and they mm. kind of don't need those systems anymore. So uh -oh. I, I told them, I was like, well, before you... It, it is basically all based off the showcase. I will say that. It was all based on the showcase because they were ready to do it. And I said, well, don't go on Twitter announcing that you're getting rid of your Xbox and the showcase might be fire, and then you're going to be like, oh, never mind, we'll keep my Xbox. I say, no, no, wait till the showcase comes and they disappoint you before you do that first, because they may not disappoint you. And he said, yeah, you're right. So um, a lot of people out here looking at this showcase, and we're going to talk about the showcase. Uh, it was as dust falls. What the heck? What was? Oh, I'm looking, um, I'm looking at uh because uh shout out to uh uh miles in the chat he was like i was playing as dust falls that was the other game but i oh. like as dust falls so i don't know maybe i just maybe i didn't like it initially but then ended up liking it later on i don't know but shout I, out I, to I, shout out my, to miles my, coming yeah, through miles, and knowing all miles, that with the memory better than mine of what i you know what well, I that's played. not I that's not remember what I well that's not too hard i hear slow-mo Hey, hey, hey. There's one thing that it's like you remember a lot of different like if it comes down to you remembering what a fanboy said online, <laughs> you go over you gonna remember that for the next 10 weeks. But if it's something like just my petty <laughs> memory is 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 immaculate. Is immaculate, <laughs> right? Exactly. My regular memory though, you know, it's a little 
need some work. Hacky Sack said, "You don't tell me you had to talk Rand off the ledge." Oh man, it's not like this. Not gonna. Not not like this. Um, but <laughs> with that being said, uh, I'll definitely. I don't know, man. It, it, I don't. I'm. I wasn't interested in Stray when it first came out, and I have it on PlayStation. It's. It'd be weird for me to sit here and say, "Oh." I'm going to play Stray now all of a sudden because it's on Xbox. And I'm like, mm, especially when you didn't even have to pay for the game. It's not like the game was, you know, a paid for thing. They gave it to everybody on PlayStation um, that had PlayStation now or not PlayStation now, but PlayStation premium. Mm-hmm. So mm, I guess if I do play it, it would be on PlayStation before I played it on Xbox just to be consistent with it. But it is coming. It looks like it was rated um, by the ESRB under xbox and anybody that loves cats will probably want to play this game and love it um yeah, let's, let's let's move on man so i don't care about this cat game <laughs> so <laughs> moving on to the next topic uh the homie slow-mo you you love ubisoft don't you oh you love ubisoft what? you love ubisoft don't you excuse me it's like one of, it's like one of your favorite developers of all time isn't it it's like it's like saying Slomo, you love Taco Bell, don't you? Don't don't you love running to the bathroom 15 minutes after you eat the food? Like, well, that, what you... well, that's mostly due to the fact that they out here, you know, telling people oh. to repackage and not repackage, but sell expiring meat to people. Well, look, I, all I'm saying is I've had food poisoning from Taco Bell. Um, so yeah, no, I don't, I don't like, I don't you, love Ubisoft. So what? Did, uh, but you did, you just happen mm-hmm. to like one of their particular games that they make. Uh, the division. I I like the division. Yeah, you like but or like, love the division. I like the division, you man. You can't like, just say how many hours. Let me let me pull up like, these numbers, man. How many? You can't say you like something when you got over a hundred and two hundred hours in the game. It can't just be a like. Two hundred hours is nothing. What? Two hundred hours is nothing. You probably me. got more than that, Slomo. I got more than two hundred hours in Destiny Two, and I hate that game. Okay, we'll see. Let's let's see how many you got in. I'm gonna look up how many you got in Division. Why? Why, why is this? A t- can we get to the topic? Well, okay. The topic is not how many hours does Slomo have in the Division. Because let's, you know I'm gonna look I, it up, and it's gonna I say will, something like fifteen will, days or something. I will look. I will look it up for you. I look. I and have that's just on Xbox. I have one hundred percent at the Division One. Hmm. What so is, I know it's 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 probably pretty ridiculous, extremely high. I don't know what it is for Division Two, but Division One. Look, what's the topic? I'll tell you what it is. Oh, the, the well, I know what the topic is. I'm about to talk about. So Ubisoft. Well, they don't know what the topic is. Okay, well, it says it. Oh yeah, it doesn't really specify. It just says they're wrapping up. You're you're right, slow mo. You're right. I have 102 days. 22 okay. hours and 44 minutes in the division. That's not one. like, sir. That's love. I like it. But but you played it like you loved it. Hey, look, man. I, I, at one point in time, I was a looter shooter crackhead. Okay? <laughs> I am in recovery, and I don't play looter shooters like that no more. I have, have you said they seen gotta... the light. There are other games that are are waiting for me to experience. And having a second job for a looter shooter ain't the move. So, yeah. <laughs> I have 102 days of my life. Oh, my God. 
102 days of my life. <laughs> when you sit there, you look at that. It's kind of disgusting, yeah. isn't it? It, it, it? Yeah. What the, the hell am I doing? Right. Well, guess what? <laughs> well, guess you want to feel better about you want to feel better about yourself, Sloma? I'll tell you how you feel better. My destiny time is 272 days on Destiny Two alone. I, I don't feel better. I just feel sad. It's like it's almost like, <laughs> it, it, in a minute. It's gonna be a calendar. In a minute, it's gonna be a calendar year. <laughs> Anyway, look, can we let's stop the okay? Let's okay, let's let's stop depressing ourselves. (laughs) Okay, Ubisoft plans to increase the number of Assassin's Creed developers by 40 percent, 40% slow mo. Basically, that means they're ramping up more production on um Assassin's Creed going on next year. Different studios, so I think they're just dedicating more. There's most of those studios are support studios or support studios. Like people think about how big that Ubisoft is as a publisher, but the majority of the studios has got like names like Ubisoft San Francisco, Ubisoft Budapest, yeah, Ubisoft Shanghai, and it's like three people, and all they do is like make buildings <laughs> for the next, the next uh, Ghost Recon or something. Like, like it's just they full-fledged AAA studios they got like five i think i, I know i'm probably e- exaggerating here and then you know die shout out to asian deli is going to send me a dm later on saying you know mo um they got more than five full-fledged AAA studios i'm like look all i'm saying is the majority of them are, are, are support studios and not Triple A did, which is why they are relying so heavily on massive entertainment. And so the massive can't make a division three because they're too busy trying to save Ubisoft with these licensed games for Avatar and Star Wars, but whatever. So back to what we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> all these additional assets going to Assassin's Creed, I think, look, I, I'm. They got six Ubisoft games, is, six new games in development as of right now. Ubisoft's in trouble, bro. Like they Ooh. lost, like they they were in the red, like a quarter billion dollars, I think it was. I said what? I sent you the 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 the, the link about it, right? Yes, you did. I think it was a quarter billion dollars. They were in the red. Mm-hmm. Um, they need their big IPs to hit, and they need them to hit like they've never hit before pause and so like they really really need assassin's creed to be amazing and they're going back to their roots with some of these games and like yeah so of course they're going to try to you know rededicate all their resources to making sure those games are excellent uh so this is something that they had to update as of yesterday during the company's earnings call chief financial hey, hey, officer quick, yeah update the footage because i'm tired of seeing this oh yeah i'll do it during the cup co- yes during the company's earnings call chief financial officer frederick dugnick said around 2,000 developers are currently working on assassin's creed out of the total workforce of 20,000. the number is therefore expected to raise to around 2800 over the coming years with the increased headcount achieved by relocating people from other franchises according to the source so they're going to basically 800 more people is going to be added to assassin's creed so they're not really hiring more people they're just moving people from other projects over to the assassin's creed project which is going to total an extra 800 people coming over from other places go ahead slow yeah so uh yeah um 
I think I think Ubisoft is at kind of like a crossroads for just their future in, in general. There's a lot of co- consolidation going on in the industry right now. And I think they probably would have been acquired already if they didn't have so much mm-hmm. human re- human capital, you know, that, that they're they're dragging along with them. Um, that's a lot of people to manage all across the world. And I do not think that they manage all those people well. Uh, I think that uh, it's... Um, I think they've already kind of like hit some bets already because like the, the Guillermo brothers are the family business. They primarily run and own Ubisoft. They have their own company that has the majority shares in Ubisoft called the Guillermo Brothers Limited. And Tencent invested a quarter billion dollars into that. So... um <laughs> I my theory my theory is that um, now there was they also increased their investment in Ubisoft itself from like five to ten percent mm-hmm. um, when they when they also invested heavily into uh, the Guillermo Brothers Limited. But I think that what Tencent will may end up doing is if things start to go really bad for Ubisoft, where say like the Avatar game they're working on doesn't hit. And they really wanted that to come out around the time that Avatar, what was it, the Way of Water? Way of Water, yeah. Yeah, when that, when that movie, the perfect time to have released the game would have been when the movie came out. They missed that boat. But yeah, it wasn't ready, which thank you for not releasing. You know, for once, you know, someone's not releasing unfinished garbage out here. But that said... By the time it comes out, does anyone even remember or care about Avatar? You know, who knows? Not like Avatar has a, a huge history in gaming. So that's true. If the game isn't good, then if it bombs, that I, I, this is what where I kind of foresee things. And I would hate for it to turn out that way, but I feel kind of feel like it might be the case. Is that Ubisoft might have to start shutting down some of these studios in order to try to keep the lights on, so to speak. And they may attempt to do that as a way to kind of make themselves more attractive for an acquisition, but also to kind of like help deal with some of the, 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 the huge losses that they're taking. But they really need these games to hit. I think X Defiant has made a lot of improvements uh, as a, a live service first person shooter. Uh, I think it's got the potential to do way better than their other live service offerings like Hyperscape. Hyperscape was dead on arrival. I don't think that's going to be X Defiant anymore. I don't think it'll be dead on arrival. I think it would, it, it, it may catch on, but it, it's, as we know with live service games, it's not about how you start. It's about how you're delivering on content and how agile you are in making changes that the community cares about post-launch right we've seen so many games live service games start out great and then like it's like the developers think they like i mean i said i'm not i don't want to say they think they know everything it's their game but when the community's like we don't like these things there's an issue here you gotta do with cheaters better and when if you're not very quick on the response people there's too many live service games out here for people to be waiting for you to figure it out. 
I, I look, I, I, I think Ubisoft can't afford for Xify to turn into Rogue Company, where it's got a dedicated little community that still plays the game, but the game don't really make money for the publisher because the community is too small. Right. And I don't think X, Ubisoft can't afford for Xify to be that kind of game. So this year's gonna be rough. Like they I actually initially had told you guys I thought the division Heartland was coming out this summer. The fact that Ubisoft when they talked about what they expect this fiscal year did not mention the division Heartland at all tells me internally that got delayed. So probably not gonna expect it until like maybe summer of next year, which that's not it, it's 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 not look, not looking good not looking good so i don't know like i'm I'm hoping for the best but we'll i guess we'll have to see what, what are your thoughts about all this and ubisoft's future i mean ubisoft has been flailing quite some time now you know they expected better results out of far cry 6 when it came out um mm-hmm. they it's it's just like you said they they had uh, what was the game? The secret game that you played <laughs> that was the I, I forget the name of it. The um, the um, I forget which the, one. The one, I've, I've, the one that you, the one that was in beta, not in beta. The one that you got a, you know, the one that was a. I forget the name of that. Was it not a looter? It was a um. Was it good or bad? Bad. Well, that was Exavian. Oh, that was Exavian. I thought it was something yeah, and, else. Yeah, yeah. It, it, when I, I was in the, I guess I can talk about it now. I was in the initial test of it where you weren't supposed to talk about what you were playing, and that was extra fine. And it was so they horrendous. actually, so they actually made it better. They made it way like they went like zero dark, whatever for like 30. a good year and a half. And when they came back, like the gunplay was much improved. They they still need to work on balancing because they got like these uh, skills or abilities that each faction has. And that's the, my biggest issue. And I think the, probably their biggest hurdle Mm -hmm. is that some factions are way overpowered and way more popular than others. And there's no like, cause it's a six V six there, but there's only like, four factions there is there's going to be overlap on the factions so there's no way to like balance it and not have like a whole team full of uh the echelon and um and uh far cry um um uh, rebels all over the place like there's just there's just no way to balance that when you got a 6v6 game and four factions people are at the minimum there's going to be like two or three you know using the same class but that said it's like they gotta balance the abilities better um i i think the best equalizer is probably the ghost recon no i'm sorry the watchdogs class uh faction that can actually hack the other team and prevent them from using their abilities that will kind of even things up so that they can stop people from just using the heal for the the far cry rebels and and tanking other players um but like the cooldown that is too long 
So mm-hmm. it's like it's gotta it's it's, it's there's a balancing thing they gotta figure out. And I'm not a developer, so look, it ain't my job to figure it out. But I'm just telling you, it's still not there. So if they don't figure that out, I, I, their X Defiance is gonna be pretty short lived. But this is why the game's not out yet. Even though it, I mean, it ran pretty well. It did have a few bugs here and there, but I didn't really like. I didn't have problems getting in and out of matches or anything like that. It was, it was fine. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they, they just, yeah, that, that game, that, that one improved. But I think they, they got, they got to stop showing us like, I don't know, like they need to do some better internal testing. Like nobody, some of their games that they, they, they were thinking about putting out and then like the reception of those games, to the public and like the YouTube dislike, the like ratio tells me you had no idea that nobody wanted to play this. <laughs> like, like you, whose idea was this game? Because it clearly wasn't anybody that like you focus tested and said, yeah, yeah, I would love to play a, a, a ghost recon battle royale shooter like no i want ghost recon fool right like (laughs) i don't want you know i don't i don't want apex legends but a ghost recon skin like stop doing that stuff like they 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 need to find their uniqueness again i think that's the only way they're going to get out of whatever hole they're in right now no i i agree i just think that for the most part a lot of people are just kind of, I mean, we we always thought we thought the formula would get better once they you know had that realignment at the top and got rid of the people that made them all look a little bit samey, but it's still we even said then it's still gonna take time for them to like kind of get that formula in a direction there where it's it seems and feels different because mm-hmm. right now a lot of the games still feel kind of the same, but for the most part, I know me personally. I definitely wanted to have something that brings me back to division. I just think that the division was one of those great franchises that um, a lot of people either just didn't like because of the bullet sludge nature, because, you know, they looking at real, not real humans, hey, man, but look, if you, if you, if you build your character, right, oh, no, you can put blue. some people, you can put people down. Hey, you, you looking at this gameplay right now. Oh Ain't yeah. No bullet sponge is going on right now. Said, These people going I, down. Let's they go. going down. Quick, fast, in a hurry. I yeah. Mean, so, yeah. so you, I think you build your character right. You could. You you're not gonna have them problems. Yeah. So I I I really am hoping that um with the more um the bigger focus, bringing more people, um getting more people's eyes on the uh, Assassin's Creed you know franchise to make it a little bit more different. And this is just with the six new games that they're bringing, but they actually have, I believe, it's four other games that they're actually, you know, redo, like doing re-ups to, to even remaking or redoing. And a lot of people are going to hope for games like Splinter Cell and stuff like that. Like, I feel like, I feel like a Splinter Cell would be amazing if they did that. So so, so here's the thought, right? What if they kind of went, because like, how did Capcom was in the same position they're currently in right now, once upon a time. Yeah. And Capcom now is like, it's like, it's, they have never been more successful than they are right now. And if you think about like, well, what did Capcom really do to get themselves out of that hole? Well, this is what they did. They took their classic games 
and said, didn't you guys love Resident Evil 2? Yeah, we loved Resident Evil 2. We wish you would make games like Resident Evil 2 again. Okay, here's Resident Evil 2. <laughs> Remade to look amazing. And we didn't just give you the exact game as before. Essentially, a remaster that was remade in our new engine. Instead, we we made quality of life improvements. We 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 did some things a little. We looked at the final product and say, hey, here's some certain things we can tweak. We tried the same thing with Resident Evil Three. Didn't quite work out that well. Maybe we should have kept in the 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 the, the clock tower. But th- this is the their approach. That was their approach, and it worked. I mean, like that, in addition to take Resident Evil by itself, they had the remakes, and they've done two, three, and four, in addition to Resident Evil 7, which was, you know, even though it was first person and some Resident Evil purists don't care for that, a lot of people enjoyed, because it went back to actual horror roots, you know, and then you got Resident Evil Village, which a lot of people enjoyed as well, and so... Yeah, Capcom's killing it, man. And so, I think if they wanted to do that with Assassin's Creed, maybe start with, like, Assassin's Creed 2. I don't know, man. They need to fix one. No. No no one cares for one. Okay. I'm not even an Assassin's Creed fan. I know that people... Well, 2 is the best one of the original original trilogy. So, take the one that has all the nostalgia. Take right. Two, okay. Remake that in the snow in the snowdrop engine. Okay. Make some quality of life improvements. Sell that. Not only is development not going to be as long because you 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 don't need to re like you don't need to redo the story. You already you know you already got the story. You know, right. and, and you already know what you need to do as far as rebuilding this game in snowdrop engine. Get that out there. It's it's a guaranteed seller. Right. Then you do Far Cry 3. Skip 2. Skip 1. Far Cry 3. What, what was the name? What was the villain? Voss? Was that, was that his name? Voss. Yeah, Voss was yeah. 3. And then you do some massive quality in life group because that, that, that one's going to need it. But like this is this is this is how you build it up, you know. And then you add that in addition to your your license stuff with Avatar and Star Wars, and then you get people. And then you can actually, if you want to continue on, look. If you want to do an Assassin's Creed remake, that's the a remake of the original Assassin's Creed. People not gonna be complaining about your new Assassin's Creed games being action RPGs and not stealth games. Because you're giving them the stealth game that they loved and enjoyed for the originally. That's true. So you can continue to keep, you know, trying new things with with your IP while also giving people what they want from you. Like give give us Splinter not Splinter Cell One remake. Do that. Five versus Mercs, baby. Three, three games. Splinter Cell One remake. Far Cry Three. Assassin's Creed 2. Remake these three games. You're not worried about being 
getting your 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 company sold and the Gillimo brothers not worried about, you know, trying to get that parachute from Ten Cent to get up out of there. <laughs> the parachute hey, that's a big parachute though. It's a big parachute, but you know it's there. It's so they, there. They find uh, their, their employees don't know what's going to happen with them, but they they got a, a, get, a get out of free card, get get out of jail free card. But they won't even have to worry about using that because if they just went the Capcom route, they'd be good to go. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. Um, I think the biggest thing ultimately that just damage. comes three hundred and seventy-five <laughs> million. To my teammate, they didn't even get close. You proud of that, ain't you? Hey man, look man, I was just, I was just doing my thing out there, my carrying God. the team, my back. You know, it's a, it's a little sore. It's a little sore. But, you know, <laughs> my back was a little sore. We'll do a little stretching, a little light stretching. It's just, oh it's my right. God. <laughs> so yeah, I'm over you. I'm over you. <laughs> when you when you start talking like that, all right, man. All right, so. Ubisoft needs to dot a lot of stuff to do, but it, you know, we, we know we're getting a bunch of Assassin's Creed in the future and some people love them. Some people be like, nah, man, I'm, about, I'm not about to spend a thousand hours running around checking, you know, chasing check marks. Right. But- <laughs> yeah. Don't have like these four Assassin's Creed games. Make sure the majority of them are old school Assassin's Creed, and yeah. only one of them is like Valhalla and Odyssey and, and Odyssey Origins. and Origins. Yeah, because yeah. that that was the that was the thing. It was like the the barf on the screen and how many exclamation points I could put on it. <laughs> right. All right, so slow mo, yo, PlayStation, they finally are doing something. Real quick, let's shout out to the only. Sony insider that we know. Oh, no, BB knowing, Beastradamus. B knowing ish 101, aka B Money 101. Thank you, sir, for telling us back in like November. Yes. <laughs> Told that, the Brab Squad in November that this was a thing, that this showcase was happening. Initially, initially, he said it would be April. He told us that last year yes and then when it got to about february he said nah it's 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 gotten pushed back it's gonna be late may this mm-hmm. is what he told us in february now shout out to also very good insiders like uh jeff grubb the homie jeff grubb uh you know we we love jeff Jeff reported on this. He heard about this, you know, before it was officially announced too. But this one, Jeff was one up by the be money, be knowing ish one on one. He be knowing ish, man. I'm telling you, when he tell you something's about to happen, it's about to happen. So yeah. Anyway, go ahead, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, so PlayStation, um, PlayStation um, event. Showcase coming on next Friday, which is May 24. Four days after my birthday, y'all. Shout out, shout out to the Wednesday. birthday. Yep, Wednesday. My birthday's Saturday, so I'm gonna have a really good week. It's gonna be amazing. You said next Friday. No, I said Wednesday. I said my birthday's this Saturday, and the event is next Wednesday. You definitely did not say when you know what doesn't matter. It's Wednesday. Everyone is Wednesday. Okay, okay it's it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. And um I will be um, very excited to see what they have to show. 
Uh, mostly not even really do for me because like the only thing I really care about right at this point is Wolverine because mm-hmm. I'm not really a big Spider-Man person like that. I mean, I don't think we're going to see Wolverine. I know we're not. I know. I, I can only hope. I can only hope. But being a person that really just likes to see what other people, their enjoyment levels on the things that they like is um, the main reason why I'm happy that this is finally happening because we're finally moving in a direction where PlayStation finds themselves they they find they feel more confident now to just announce and release these games and start you know talking about them and stuff you know the abk deal is winding itself down you know win lose or draw who knows what's going to happen there um but i think now it's getting to the point where we can start talking about all these new games that's coming and being a person that sells these games i'm just really excited to see what the portfolio looks like so in general what do you what are you expecting from this slow this um show slow-mo all right um i'm expecting i'm expecting to see spider-man 2 gameplay i'm hoping to see in this gameplay uh, okay i'm expecting a trailer uh it'll it'll be a gameplay trailer but it's kind of be going to be one of those gameplay trailers where it's cg uh um scripted stuff to kind of explain what's going on in the story in this one so that people know what's going on, what's the purpose of Spider-Man 2. And, but then with the gameplay, I expect them to kind of show us the improvements they've made or the, the additions to Spider-Man 2 that, that make it different from Miles Morales and Spider-Man 2018. And in addition to that, I, I expect we'll, we'll get a release date of the game as well. So that's the first thing that I'm expecting. Uh, then one other thing I think that we will get, I think that we're going to going to see at least a couple of new IP, and not just, just new IP that's games as a service, but like they'll probably show at least one of those uh, the games as a service games that they're working on. But I think that we're going to see like new IP, like single player IP from some of their studios. So I think those two things are, uh, I, I feel like might be a given from, 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 from what's going on. Yeah. What about you? I think the biggest thing is like, I do like Spider-Man was definitely a, a, a must see here because, you know, even though a PlayStation didn't come out and announce it, Asamiak did on their Twitter account saying that it was on schedule for the fourth quarter of this year, which is pretty much Sony coming out and saying it themselves. But I do think that we are going to see at least probably two or three of those live service games that um, Sony wants to come out in the next couple of years. I think we're going to get the chance to see uh, at least two or three of those with one of them being factions. I do think we're going to get a rollout of at least what that game is. I think we are. I think we're going to because I think factions is going to be next year. I think it's going to be the beginning of the year. So next, I, I do agree that about I think factions comes out in 2024. Yeah, I don't think it comes out this know, year. I don't know if we actually see factions at all. Maybe we'll get like a teaser trailer because literally all we've seen so far has been concept art. Right, exactly. That's all we've seen. So I do think that in general we're gonna get a chance to see something like that. But for the um, but for the most part, it mostly just comes down to. Let's start seeing what these games are going to be, what people are going to be looking forward to in the near um in the near future and everything. Um Wolverine is the one that I really want to see, but like you said, I doubt that we're going to see a game like that. 
um this early before it comes out because i don't think that game's coming out to at least 25 like two, let's say 2015 like 2025 20, and 26 yeah probably. i agree yeah so that's like the earliest for that um like they, they gotta really come different from what because look look if you're looking at like my my modded spider goku uh gameplay but like the <laughs> look all weird uh it, I think it looks cool. I, I, no i, I just said uh, no it, it does look cool i'm just looking at it, it looks weird though okay anyway um i think like they they have been able to uh take assets or tools that they've created for other games and readapt them for their future games very easily but uh, I don't think a lot of that stuff that they've done in the past really works for Wolverine. So they really got to kind of like really create new things that they haven't had to, to not saying that they've just been reusing assets over I'm not saying that, but they, they got to create new tools for like the game design of this game for Wolverine that they haven't had pre like it's not can't be adapted from say Sunset Overdrive or or you know Ratchet and Clank like they gotta actually do some some different stuff plus like this game's gotta be brutal visceral bloody we need decapitations we need severed limbs it needs to be as brutal and bloody as Wolverine should have been in on Fox and was in the Logan movie, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's what people expect from it, and they have so far it's in their in their comments have spoken on it as that's what you know we want we want that. So I'm glad to hear that, but like I, I think all that stuff kind of takes time, and you know how Sony is. Sony isn't going to really show something into it's like it, it looks good they ain't gonna be out here sh- i'm about to say so <laughs> <laughs> they ain't gonna be out here showing you a game and after a fact go oh we didn't know it looked like that like how do you not know you, you showed it you you showed the game how did you not know what the way it looked like that that's not them so it's not going to show until they ask they're actually ready to do it yeah but that's true um I'm, I'm, but outside of knowing there's going to be Spider-Man 2, and I think probably a couple of like new IP games, I, it's even that is very vague. I'm not certain of what to expect because it's been so long. And it's been almost two years since their last, their last showcase. So there's just so much to cover. And I kind of feel like it's going to be structured the way they do their state of plays. Mm-hmm where it's not going to be a lot of talking. It's just going to be game after game after game after game, which is exactly how I like it. Right. I don't really care for no host. I definitely don't care about any developer interviews at a showcase. Keep mm-hmm. that stuff for like like a after post show, you know, wrap up kind of thing. Yeah, then bring a dev out. I like the way they and um, Nintendo do their shows. And, and sometimes Xbox has done the same thing. Where it's just if they do bring someone out to speak, it's because they're announcing like a a new ser- like a new service or or whatever, or they they are a studio acquisition or whatever. It's not like they're not boring everybody, and so right. with just an hour, 
and you haven't shown anything in a year and a half, like I expect to see a lot of content that's going to have people pretty excited. I think, uh-huh. and that's the reason why people are so excited because they haven't, it's been almost two years since the mate, the last major showcase. And I mean, even this isn't really considered a major showcase because they're only, it's only what they said, 90 minutes or something. Uh, They said an hour. Oh, so 60 minutes. Yeah. So, what you're literally what and at that point you're what 30 minutes or maybe 20 minutes off their basically their state of place and, and some of that is going to be and some of that is going to be psvr too games yeah so i don't even think this is what people really really want from sony like they want you know they want that 90 minute to 120 minute blowout that they normally used to get at least once a year from sony that they haven't done in a couple of years. So, but I think everybody will take something like this because they haven't had anything in a while. And that's what I'm excited to just see what's on the docket for it. Like, you know, I haven't, like I said, I always tell people, I haven't turned my PlayStation and played it since, you know, Ragnarok in November, not because I don't like playing on PlayStation. It's just that I play everything pretty much on PC and Xbox, except for first party games. If first party games come out, I'll play them over there. So, it just depends on what's coming out for them this year that I'm going to be excited to play. And I'm definitely looking forward to see that. But I also just like the, you know, I, I like being at work and I like hearing what other people got to say about the things they saw at these showcases and listening to the back and forth of, you know, shout out to persona. And um, I like listening to him and Jay Barry talk about the things they saw at the PlayStation showcase. I'm that they'll be my number one listen to when it comes to that. Cause I know they're genuine about their feelings about what PlayStation is doing. Uh, but I think that's what a lot of people are going to be excited for. Just the, um, just the, just knowing that something's coming. And I think that's a good thing. Ooh. But, yeah, uh, yeah, man. what, Go okay. Ahead. So if you had to pick one surprise, like I told you mine, I don't think, I don't know if it's going to be true now, but I think Mortal Kombat was going to be the one surprise that I think was going to be showcased there. Um, after that, we was going to get the gameplay. If you had to pick one thing as the, surprise thing that you think was going to come from the showcase that you're going to see what do you think it's going to be you know what this is more of just hoping this happens so that people will stop asking for it oh okay <laughs> i think the one surprise is going to be a bloodborne remake being made by blue point they just celebrated um what did they just celebrate how many years on twitter was it 15 for, years or something for bloodborne for bloodborne no uh oh that's sony that's sony ben never not blue point i was i'm thinking sony ben just posted something on twitter about their anniversary date but dude do you know that would be the that would be so huge if and, they and did that they they need to have it come out on 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 ps5 and pc yes it has to come out on pc day and date too there, if that's the case there are like like 8 bit Bloodborne remake kind of games on PC that have sold well. Like P- mm-hmm. the PC community will buy a Bloodborne remake. Uh, they could they they could just do a, 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 a update to the actual Bloodborne that gave it sixty frames per second and people will be playing that. Like it, yeah. it's just like it's 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 past time. They gotta they gotta do something with that but like will they who knows but i I, that's my one big surprise i think i think blue point it wouldn't surprise me they were working on two games Mm, okay 
a remake and their own new their own like completely original IP. Hmm. So cool. Well, yeah. speaking of original IPs, moving on to the next topic about another original IP made by a company that's part of the ABK deal that's going to be coming uh, that's already out uh Overwatch 2 oh Blizzard <laughs> Blizzard has officially canceled the PvE mode which was the hero mode that was going to be um available inside of Overwatch 2 which happens to be the number one reason why they put a two at the end of Overwatch, not because of all the changes they made to the multiplayer, not because they, changes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not they because not because they all they did was not because the only thing they really did was take it from being a six v six game down to five v five and saying instead of you having two takes on the field, you could only have one. Uh, so we're not going to act like that. This um overwatch having a number two at the end had anything to do with any of that the reason that it was supposed to have a two is because they were adding a hero mode that was a pve um uh, story mode added to the game in slow mode have character progression was supposed to have new abilities and powers for all the characters it was supposed to be story narrative driven it was supposed to be all this other stuff and and because of all those things, they said that we couldn't just add that to the current game. We need to do make a whole new game. This is their justification for 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 why that content was taking so long to come out, and why they were basically didn't do any new content for Overwatch One for years. So this was announced in 2019, four years ago. Yeah, four years ago, bro. They went basically years without updating Overwatch with any content, letting that community just languish with the same game with no new characters, no like like very little changes at all for years. Then for it to come out, and when the game came out, they announced, hey, look, Hero Mode, it's not going to come out until 2023. It's going to come out in January or early, early 2023. And when they launched the game, everybody immediately started calling it Overwatch 1.5 because the amount of content, one, first of all, how do you make a sequel where visually there is zero improvement? I mean, it literally looks just like Overwatch 1 because it is Overwatch 1. It is Overwatch 1. It's the same game. Then they, they didn't allow people access to Overwatch 1 again. And how about this? I used to play the game heavy on Xbox years ago, back when it first came out in like 2016. I, I played it for heavy for a good five months. I had all these skins and stuff. Go over to Overwatch 2. Tell me why some of the skins and content that I paid for slash unlocked was unavailable to me. So instead of adding content with a new game, you took content away. Yep. So people was rightfully upset about that. 
rightfully upset that the amount of new content that came in Overwatch 2 compared to what you could have been playing on Overwatch 1 just a week earlier was less than what, say, someone would get in a new Destiny season or a new Division season for a, a typical live service game. It was nothing. It was next two new characters, one new map. That's about it. Everything mm-hmm. else is actually the same. Then for you to come out now and then, you know what? I wasn't, I kind of went off on them on Twitter. And I initially wasn't going to really do that. I was just going to say, well, this is disappointing and move on. Until I read the interview. Mm. So I read the interview they did with GameSpot. And shout out to GameSpot because they were right on it in that interview asking the hard questions. They, the, the Blizzard employees tried to gaslight us they were attempting to try and make it seem like yeah we're not doing the hero mode but we're still giving you the content that you asked for and then the game spot interviewer was correctly and and shout out to him for for literally bringing up all of the various things that they promised that this content they were going they're going to actually deliver wasn't going to have so look if for those who don't understand overwatch one had single player story missions too like occasionally they will come out with stuff like that this is nothing new but like the game spot employee was like so what about new abilities is that going to happen what about skill trees like you show is that going to happen no so it's not what like you're trying to act like you're still delivering on the content just split up and still a part of what is already there but not necessarily in in all in its own mode and that's not it you're giving watered down versions of what you promised and that's not good enough and nor does it justify you making a whole new game over so you literally even though the game's free to play you got people buying these janky, worthless battle passes. They have the worst battle passes in this game, by the way. I mean, the absolute worst battle passes. Like, man, usually on a on a live service game, when the, you get to the the last item in the battle pass, it's 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 like the most uh, sought after thing that anybody would want in in the entire pass. It would be like, for example, one season of Fortnite, the the final item when you hit level 100 was spider gwen mm-hmm. yeah everybody wanted spider gwen so you made sure the 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 either you you bought the levels or you grinded your way to level 100 so you could unlock spider gwen mm-hmm. i remember that first battle pass when they relaunched o- overwatch one i'm gonna call it relaunching overwatch one because ain't no daggone overwatch two <laughs> The final item in the battle pass was an emote. And I'm just like, an emote? Who made this? It's like y'all just decided to just throw some stuff together willy-nilly without thinking whatsoever. And I'm sorry. And like I I I kind of like like that that irked me. And I and I went in on them because it's like they they deserve to be called out. They deserve to be destroyed in the gaming community and gaming media for essentially false advertisement. That's what this is. 
you advertised a new game with this mode being the, the chief reason why you would need to buy a new game and then you didn't deliver that. That's false advertisement. If I go, I'm going to get a car, okay? And let's let's say, oh, let's say I'm going to yeah, I'm going to get a car, right? Let's say I got a Honda Pilot. Yeah, 2016 Honda Pilot. And I go into a, a dealership. I want to trade that in to get the the latest Honda Pilot that just came out. And then I'm waiting for you to bring the car around and you bring me a 2018 Honda Pilot. <laughs> That's not the 2024 Honda, Honda Pilot, man. This is this is this is barely newer than the one I brought in. Mm. But you promised you had a 2024 Honda Pilot. That's that's not the same thing. Like this, literally, you cannot tell people we're going to to. Oh, I mean, you can. They did it, but they shouldn't be left off the hook for. Like, literally, I wish the Overwatch community, Overwatch community, I think is almost as bad as the Destiny community as far as not holding blizzard accountable for this hold foolishness now, hold on now and, 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 hey yeah, yeah, yeah destiny be like bungie be doing all kinds of foolishness to y'all and y'all just accept it the, i think the overwatch community is almost as bad if not worse because this is like this should be low like i'm i quit playing your game kind of stuff because this is this is a bait and switch and I don't care if like well, development's hard and got some hard times and we're going going through an acquisition and you know we've had a, like a employee attrition and all that stuff that like like you know no shade to Jason Schreier but Jason Schreier had a nerve the audacity to be trying to like well like let's have a little empathy for Blizzard now screw that empathy like all their issues and stuff they're dealing with your internal culture has has a is was rife with sexual harassment, racism, prejudice and sexism. I don't give a crap about your any empathy to you. You deserve zero of that. Because if you got employee attrition, if you got all kinds of stuff going on where people don't want to work for you anymore, but guess what? It's because of how you treat people. So that's on you. You don't get empathy from me because you had to do work. You know, you were overworked because there was nobody left to do the job because y'all were too busy drinking pregnant women's breast milk uh, <laughs> uh, um, out of out of out of the break room and you know and, and sexually harassing every woman that walked through the door. That's your fault. You're the one that came up with the Cosby room. All right. So this this is this is what you reaped. Get over it. And coming up with this nonsense that they tried to come up with to justify that. No, nah, I'm sorry. You, you get zero empathy from me. You get everything you deserve. I hope your game dies and fails now. That's how, that's, that's, that's the kind of energy I'm on. Ooh. Yeah, that's some strong energy right there, bro. Yeah. And I'm just, and, and the, the audacity of Jason Schreier of all people to Jason Schreier, who has ran down 343 uh, BioWare. Um, um, Naughty Dog gone through so many companies, exposed all of their internal struggles, all their struggles with their games, yada yada yada. Zero empathy for them whatsoever. Blew all pe all kinds of people up. Had even had like 
disgraced directors having the studio trying to defend them by the way they were portrayed in Jesse Schreier's articles. And for them now, all of a sudden, with Blizzard, now you want to have empathy? How are they? Why are they different? Just it makes no sense. I'm sorry. No, you. I'm good. off my soap. I'm off my soapbox now. I'm sorry. Well, your soapbox. Actually, I'm not sorry. <laughs> so your nice. soapbox is 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 great. But um, before I say my part, I do. I just remembered this. I wanted to shout out the super chat from last week. Well, two weeks ago that we missed from the homie Ramon Terrell. Cause he um yeah, 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 yeah. he put it on Twitter and I just remembered, so I went back to go look at it. He was like a five dollar super chat from two weeks ago from Ramon Terrell. He was like, Oh my god, the all-star homie cast is in here. I'm just jumping in. Shout out to y'all. Yo, yeah, we basically had um B Money, Eric Jackson, basically the old the whole brap squad minus Enrique was on the show. Uh, yeah. two weeks ago, and it was uh, it was a great show, and um, we had missed the super chat just due to the fact that it wasn't the normal setup, and I, you know, paid attention to other stuff. So definitely wanted to shout that super chat out because I did remember. And if you're still in here, Ramon, we got it. So I appreciate you, and uh, we'll definitely be getting you on the show in the near future, talking about a lot of things that's going on. But outside of what Sloma, well, back to what Sloma was saying, you're absolutely right. Like I haven't really jumped into Overwatch 2 because I felt like there was really no reason for it to be at Overwatch 2. Uh, all of the things that they promised and said that they were going to do, I felt like could have just been in the original game. They didn't have to move everything. They could have just did a slight update to the game to do all of these different things. Like when you play Overwatch 2, what does it play like, slow-mo? It plays like the first it Overwatch. Like, it plays like, look. You're playing my gameplay of Overwatch. You tell which 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 one is this, Forte? Is this Overwatch one or Overwatch two? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I didn't see the name. I just saw his Diva gameplay. Is this one? This is this is two. And it looks you can't like tell the difference. You can't tell the difference because because it's I'm using Diva, a character from one, on a map that's, that's also from, from that's one. from one on a in a mode. That's also from one. There's nothing in this gameplay that wasn't there in Overwatch One. Yeah, they they literally just took everything from one and just like I said, the only things they changed is the the they changed the amount of players from five from six to five, and you can only have one tank on oh, the field oh, at a time. By the way, um, I was told because I hadn't played in a long time. Mm -hmm. um, I was told those those were a lot of those changes, not all of them, but a lot of those changes were made prior to Overwatch 2 coming out. So it wasn't even like new for people who were already engaged and constantly playing Overwatch. Oh, so, so yeah. So they so basically the, the only reason they put a two on the end of it is for this PVE mode that <laughs> ceremoniously yeah. never happened. Yep. And, and and the thing is, like, why? Like, what the kind? Of, what is the what is the reason that is not happening? Like, we're not going to act like developers don't take yeah, their they didn't time. Explain it. They didn't explain it. Just like, like you know, we, it we, made no we, sense, we could, though. 
Like we could get the work in the engine or whatever. Like, but what, what's the reason? What's the reason? Oh, so no. we're gonna cancel the part of the game that you don't get microtransactions off of, but we're gonna cancel that part, but we're gonna keep the part of the game. That's what the, that's the thing about developers that really drive me nuts because they'll put out a busted game, a game that doesn't work the day it comes out in the name of getting it out the door and we can patch it later. But then when it comes to something that they can't monetize outside of their normal monetization model, oh, we'll cancel this. We'll cancel that. <laughs> right, right. We'll cancel. Oh, yeah, we, we can't make no money off of it. Oh, yeah, we're going to cancel this, man. This, you know, there's too many man like the, hours the main, put into this game. It seems like the main reason, the real main reason why they came out with the Overwatch 2 was they wanted to restructure the game from a pay-to-play model to a free-to-play microtransaction battle pass kind of model. And exactly. they didn't know how to... Like, cause I mean, honestly, like, like, like over the years, you can say that destiny has, well, your, your expansions are paid for, but like, you've got a battle, you, you got a battle pass, right? Yeah. They give you a battle pass every season, there's a battle pass. There's, there's new seasons in that, but that, that took like, you know, a slow progress, a transitioning of things. The division is the same way. Like I remember you were at wondering like, what season is the division on the division? Like if you, you if you count it from when the game came out, like it it doesn't it doesn't line up. up. Yeah, it doesn't line. But that's because they started on seasons after Warlords of New York, which came out like a year and a half after the first game came. The game first launched, so it was just like, yeah, like games can transition. Live service game can transition into that. They just but like the to charge like not charge but the. Shut all, shut down the old access to the game, the old way the game was played, and to transition it into a new game, but then market it with a mode that you don't release. There's just there's zero. I've never seen anything like this before. Like, yeah. I mean, we, yeah, yeah. It 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 makes it makes no sense. But and I like I said, I'm not. I'm I'm not as upset about it as hardly somebody that was really looking forward to this mode. I just don't like when, you know, developers can release and I don't put this on develop. I can't take it back. I don't want to say developers because this has nothing to do with developers. This has everything to do with leadership. The, with the leadership above the developers. So it's not developers, right. the leadership above the developers that's making these decisions. And I just always have a problem when we can push out a game that doesn't work multiplayer is busted single player has glitches the game crashes all over the place but then we can fix it and post and say oh well we need to get this game out so we can fix it but then when there's something that people want that isn't monetized we don't it, and we kick it's like it's 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 like it's part of the game but it's a part of the game that you know we promise but we we really can't do it but okay oh, we make money off of this well no it's mostly a thing that we we're, we said we were going to do to basically flesh out the characters inside the game oh but overwatch has never really been about that because overwatch has always been about the hero shooter and the arena style gameplay uh so so we're really we're, well people really miss this and they just made the decision for them, took the decision on themselves, which which they have the right to do because it is their IP. I just feel like, but from the outside looking in, that's the wrong standpoint that you're taking because it just comes off as 
if we don't monetize it, it doesn't matter to us unless it's part of the core functionality of the game. We, we, if we don't need it, we're not going to have it. And that's not a good precedent to set when it comes to stuff like this. So what's going to happen with the next free to play game that comes out that promises something like this. Is it going to be the same thing? Like they may live up to the expectations of releasing it, but this just starts a precedent that we just don't want to see inside of gaming, you know, especially when it comes to free to play games, um, which this game, and that's the funny thing. This game came and this game was a paid product. Most people paid for Overwatch when it came out. Yep. And a lot of people, I actually also, I just remembered this. A lot of people actually also paid money to play Overwatch 2. Yes, they did. For early access. Sure did. So even though it's, it's quote unquote free to play, it wasn't free to play for a lot of people that, that went that route. It's just, it's, Look, man, and 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 my last thought on this because I saw some people with the the mindset when this news came out. Well, if they had new management, hint, 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 hint. wink, wink, you know, uh, you know, finger guns. <laughs> if they had new management, things like this wouldn't happen. No, this still would have happened. I thought, don't don't you know they allow these publishers to work independently mm-hmm. by now? Haven't you seen enough evidence of that? I mean, Phil Spencer came and, out and said it. And 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 by the way, how was Redfall? Right, they didn't. So, pay, they didn't pay enough attention to it. They didn't pay. So, like, what makes you think when you add? nine more studios to the to the uh the list and a whole nother publisher that they're gonna get they're gonna actually start paying more attention right than they were paying when they had 24 studios like let's be for real here it would change nothing yeah you're you're right same result well speaking of that slumber that's a great segue Let's talk about the let's talk about the other side of the Activision Blizzard scenario, the Xbox side of it. Uh, we noticed CMA a couple of weeks ago, or probably three weeks ago, they um, blocked the uh, acquisition due to um, sources around cloud gaming, thinking that that would be the hot point because Microsoft has, well, in their opinion, they feel like they have a leg up inside of that developing uh emerging market and um the world was falling apart for xbox fans everywhere and playstation fans were celebrating everywhere because you know everybody was speaking before everything happened and now and now we have the eu it's you, such a roller coaster like, now we one, have the eu coming one out thing changes and one side's all like see see we told you ha ha it's over and then something else happens and then the other side goes see we told you ha ha it's over <laughs> and it's just like can it can it really be over is what how i feel can it yes. really please be can over it really please I'm be tired over tired of it yeah it's so it's so tiring so 
the year the eu the uh european union has approved the activision blizzard king deal um now the funny thing is they see the same they still have the same issues with the deal that the cma had the biggest difference is they came to a concession with microsoft that allows them to still if as long as you purchase the game you own the game from Microsoft, so any Activision Blizzard game, you hey, own hey, it. Real, real quick. Can you switch the Overwatch gameplay? I'm, I'm, I'm so disgusted. At oh it. yes, I'm yes, 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 <laughs> yes. You don't, you don't, you don't want to see this anymore. I got you. Uh, yeah, sure uh, I, I will, I will, I will, I will take care of that right now. Sick to my stomach. Sick to my stomach. Um. So while that is switching over, um. Yeah. No, um, so yeah, the the EU approved on Monday of the ABK deal with some concessions. I think the key concession is that uh, the, the the one thing that the CMA was so uh, hung up on, and the reason why they blocked the deal was uh, for cloud gaming. And the key concession that the EU uh, had made, and at my, apparently Microsoft must have agreed to it because they approved it, was that like any cloud service just automatically gets the ABK games just automatically. Well, it's not that they get them automatically is that if the consumer, like they have access to meaning they don't have to pay any royalties. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So, so as long as the person that has the, that owns the license to the game owns the game, like the fifth, the actual digital copy of the game, they can, they can stream that game on anybody's platform. And those people do not have to pay royalties to Microsoft for doing it. They basically get access to it for free. Right. Which, uh, it seems to be a compromise that Microsoft uh, was was not uh, against, and so that uh, looks like that that's all they needed. And as we have seen already, Microsoft seems to be kind of gearing up towards just I feel like probably closing the deal because they 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 made their ten year contract with GeForce Now, which I think I might give a shout. I'll talk to you about that in a minute. Okay. Um, uh, but um, they made they they had their ten year deal with GeForce Now, and they've already uh, and that deal was for not just the ABK games but Xbox games in general, mm-hmm. and they've already started to make that transition and making those games available on GeForce Now because Gears Five, I think it's Gears Five, is now that was announced is now available on on GeForce now and I think we'll, we'll probably start to see more of those games become available. Uh that kind of gives me an idea mm-hmm. that they may be deciding to just close the deal. I and think just deal thing. just you know deal with the lawsuit because if if they close the deal and look i ain't no lawyer so i don't know if this is uh, certainly true or not I've, this is what i've heard you know but if they close the deal in order for the ftc in the united states to stop it they would have to make it some kind of junction thing which would then just force the case to come uh to come to pass sooner than august um and that might be what Microsoft wants because they feel like they got a strong case against the FCC. And 
if they decide to do this, then they probably would just if cloud gaming is the issue, they would just then they just don't offer cloud gaming in the UK. They yep. just don't offer cloud gaming for it in the UK period. And Saudi so, and Nadelia came out in uh in that interview and basically said it basically talked about them possibly, you know, didn't say hundred percent, but possibly saying that we could pull out of the UK. Yeah, which I don't think that that's going to happen. No, I don't that, think I, so. Either. Yeah. I just think that's I just think that's the big wig at Microsoft flexing his muscles, basically trying mm-hmm. to say this is what we can do. And by stating that in their interview, it's loud and clear for everybody to hear. And but I don't think that's going to happen because they have a lot of invested interests inside of the EU, outside of just gaming in general. So I don't think Xbox itself is going to make that major of a shift for them. But yes, in, in the chat, they're saying he he said, "Let's see how things play out." But yeah. you got to look, look. You, it's it's not really what's said, but what's not said. You know, if, if that makes sense, it's like if if that's not a possibility, you just shut it down. You know, but if you say, "Let's see how things play out," you at least want those who are not doing what you want them to do to think it is a possibility. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's it's like saying it without saying it, so to speak, but whatever. Um, I I think that uh I don't think they're pulling out of the UK. I think I think no. that what, what's going to happen is just that at the at the at the most that they won't do any cloud gaming uh especially for ABK games. Or maybe not at all for anything Xbox related in the UK, but they'll still sell the game on PlayStation and everything and Xbox and all that stuff. But, um, and yeah, that that that'll be that. So I don't know. We'll 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 see what happens. But I I just need this to be over. Like yeah, like I, they're, they're, yeah. I I've, people have been talking about like the CMAs getting questioned for their decisions and. They came out with a retort to the EU decision, which I thought was weird. Like I, I didn't see Brazil making a retort to the CMA decision. I don't think the CMA cares, um, or Blizzard, or, or, or I said Blizzard, or uh, or Brazil cares, or whatever, right? But it's no, just. Yeah. I just want this to be over with. Yes, I just want it to be over with, man. Yeah, and 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 once again, like many people talk none of y'all care about these games man no they don't they don't like i'm playing diablo for day one same i'm playing i'm playing call of duty i'm playing these games and i don't care about this deal you know what this deal does to me for me what does it do to you nothing nothing (laughs) because if it if it gets blocked and it fails i'm still playing the games if it doesn't fail I mean, if it if it actually goes through i'm still playing let, the game let me let me ask you this and i'm glad you're saying that let me ask you this yeah when it comes okay so what is your thoughts on people that say or just the thoughts on why people want because it is a game that everybody it's like People keep saying, why do you care so much about this? Why are you so invested? It's not like you're getting new games. It's games that you're getting that you already got. It's not like these games are new to your platform. There is no difference. What do you say to the people that are saying that just because it's in Game Pass, that shouldn't be the 
driving force for you to want these deals because I kind of go back and forth with it because it's more of my retail side. Everybody, I don't know why people keep making it seem like they don't want deals. Like I, I know why I get why people say this ABK deal, the reason they want it because it's not that the games are new and they can't get them. If they don't get this deal It's because they don't have to pay for them. They can get them inside the game pass. There's inside of their subscription service. I get that because that that makes it an even bigger thing about, do you play these games or not? Because if you don't play the games, then it doesn't matter if it's in game pass or not. It doesn't matter. Right. You're not playing the game. It could be in game pass. You're still not going. You're still not going to play the game. Right. So it's just like, so what? You know, like, look, for me, if it's in game, look, yeah, of course, if it's in game pass, I'm in, like, let's say Diablo, let's say for somehow, some way, the deal closes before Diablo 4 comes out. Are you buying a game or are you playing in game pass? I'm playing it in game pass. Absolutely. As much as I love Diablo, I'm not buying it. I'm playing in the game pass. Now, I take but, that, well, no, because even PC game pass will have it at that point. So, yeah, you're right. I would just play in the game pass. But, more like more than likely the deal's not going to there's there's going to be no resolution to this deal before that game comes out diablo 4 comes out so i'm buying it hit why you already bought the hundred dollar version so i could play it day one well right four days early so like like so i just don't care you know what i'm saying it's just like regardless i'm gonna have the game like i'm not i'm not hung up on whether i'm getting it through my game pass description or not and frankly um I play primarily on PC. Right. And even though the Xbox app has improved in the in the case of like overall performance of the games, but like at one point the so the Master Chief collection is in, in PC Game Pass. The Master Chief collection on the Xbox app is by far way worse. It's than atrocious basically. It's terrible. Like I, 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 when I was just trying to play the game through that, I was caught like on a weekly basis. I would have to uninstall and then reinstall the Master Chief Collection because I, I would get this random issue where it would just stop like showing matches. Like I would be just searching for matches for like thirty minutes and not get anybody in my party, and so I found out it was an issue with the Xbox version, with the Xbox app version, the Microsoft store version of the Master Chief Collection, bought the Steam version, never saw a single bug. Now, that's not, like, universal, because I had the, you know, like, like Forte knows, I had the Steam version of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, yeah, and it was crashing every other match. I remember. And I had to... And I had to get the 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 battle net version in order to play the game, but a lot of those issues occur on the Xbox app, and I'm just like, you know, in order to enjoy the game, yes, I just bought it. I spent what was it, thirty bucks, and bought the Master Chief Collection. Like sometimes that that's what happens, yeah. but like I think that the level of I I honestly feel the level of attention that this has is really more about really people. They think there's, there's a, or win or a loss here. It's really more about for the people on the Xbox side, 
closing the gap between Xbox and PlayStation. Hmm. They think that getting Call of Duty will flip in the marketing, will flip the player bases eventually, and then that will result in more people buying Xboxes or more people in the Game Pass ecosystem or whatever. And then this will get things closer to PlayStation and Nintendo uh, than they currently are. Even though I think uh, revenue-wise, I think they're actually either on par with Nintendo or they sell more just because their stuff is like the the hardware is more expensive whatever right and they and they 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 do more on the service side of things but not the point um and i think on the the playstation side of things is they they like issuing on xbox and this would be a w for xbox so they don't want that and it's just it, it really just like that's the underlying root of it all like, forget what people tell you. Forget, you know, you know, I buy my games. I buy your games. So what? I buy my games too. That's not the point. Right. You know, <laughs> the point is, you want the green team to lose or you want the green team to win and vice versa for the blue team. And um, when I say those colors, y'all know exactly which teams I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And that's really what, it's co- what it comes down to for the, a lot of the hardcore audience is that's why they're so caught up on this deal and, and what happens with it and breaking down 200 page documents and listening, you know, to, to, you know, dry is, is all get out uh, British people uh discussing you know whether they were being you know fair in their arguments and whatnot and i'm just like you know what whatever um uh but with that game he says sounds like projection not everyone cares about the console war hey i don't care about the console war yeah i think it's just that his point is just mostly it's not projection because that is literally the reason why a lot of the people are caring about this. Yeah, he he ain't lying about that. I mean, that's like we talk about. Listen, that you can definitely tell the people that talk about it that don't really care about it because you know, like we're talking about it because it's a news item. You know, it happened last week, and we it, it happened after our show last week, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it. But we always say every time an Activision ABK deal thing pops up, we always say, man, I just want this thing to be over with. <laughs> I just want this thing to be over with. Yeah, please, right? But, uh, but, yeah. but we know what's going to happen because, because like, remember remember when before the consoles, the new consoles came out and everybody, all, all everyone was talking about was hardware. Yeah. Everybody now all of a sudden was like a, 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 a engineer. You know, every everyone has been building, you know, like like hardware or something like that. Everyone knows all the architecture, knows all the terms. You know, everyone's making all these predictions of what's going to happen and whatnot, and 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 listening to the 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 inflections and in, in the words and in the in the voice of Mark Cerny, and it's just like I remember being like, bro, just. At least these consoles, people would shut up about this. Shut up about things they don't quite understand. They barely understand or just understand because they read some documents on it on the internet. Like just just move on. 
and then we and then and then and went from that to acquisition season. Yeah. So that now it's all all about hey, who, who can get who? Okay, like when this when this APK deal is done, whether it's blocked or it's approved, you know what the next arc, the next everything's who who's next? Yeah, that's that's the next thing that's going to pop up. Yeah, player, 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 player says Phil uh said that they're not even in the console war anymore. They pivoted like Nintendo. I mean, that's basically them just talking about they want to go their own way. You know, they don't they don't really I mean what he's been saying for a while, they he he's been saying for years that he doesn't look at Nintendo and PlayStation as their their competition, which you know, we all know that's kind of whatever. That's that's, cap. that's definitely cap, but we, if, if they're not if they're not if, they, if they're not your competition, you would put your games on their platform. Yeah. So that's well, cap. I think so I, I think it, Phil it, would put his games on on those platforms. I just don't know if Sony would want them over there. Okay, so then why did he take Redfall off of PlayStation? Well, you got me there. So <laughs> you got that, me there. They're his competition. Why is Stalker Two time exclusive for Xbox? Why is Final Fantasy 16 time exclusive? Oh shit! It might even be time exclusive. It might be exclusive, exclusive. Yeah, yeah it probably is exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> it's because they're competing. It's like yeah. I, I, that, that arc. That, that's 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 cat. Feel feel. Yeah. It, 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 that's not real. That they're they're in competition. Yeah, they're they're in competition. They know it, and they know it. But it's like them being different. Like I I I, I want Xbox, the Xbox ecosystem, and 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 their brand to be different than PlayStation's. But there's there's and this might be getting us to get in, kind of into uh, a discussion that we've kind of had a few weeks ago already. But being different doesn't mean that there's a difference between uniqueness and level of quality, right? And I think that. Even though, and I'm not saying that Xbox has not uh, released or published good games, because clearly, 2021, you know, like people won't let us forget that 2021 they were, you know, Metacritic Publisher of the Year. Even the people who say Metacritic doesn't matter, but they were, it matters now, right? right? But like 2021 Metacritic Publisher of the Year, they have uh, they they published games like Pentiment, which I thought was a very good game, Psychonauts 2. Um, um, they they have put uh, grounded turned out to be pretty good. That people who like survival games like grounded, they put out some good games. The level, I think, what's missing, and I've said this before, and and part of my my new video is going to be about this, is that there is a upper level mm. of quality that is missing. They kind of scratch that level with Forza Horizon series. But they don't have that can't miss game. Right. They don't have that system seller game. And I think Phil where I disagree with Phil from his kind of funny games interview is that he believes if if Starfield was an eleven out of ten game which is you've seen eleven out of ten. You're talking about a a basically a game that's getting reviews like Tears of the Kingdom, right? I'm about now. to say that's what Zelda is eleven out of ten. Yes, right. He thinks that kind of game wouldn't make people sell their PS5, and and yeah, they're not going. But like, 
that shouldn't even be your goal. And I but think is Zelda making that, people sell of, their? It's, it's a bit hyperbole on his part because he he knows that's not really his goal. Is his goal is to get people to sell PS5s. His goal is to get people to buy Xboxes, get Game Pass subscriptions, get get you know play on play their games on PC through do whatever, get on X Cloud, all that stuff play their games wherever they are however you want to play them that's their goal so it's, it has nothing to do with selling ps5s and he knows that tears of the but, kingdom has to be the worst thing that happened to him when it came to that analogy because that that game by itself is the 11 out of 10 yeah and people are buying people are ret- like i have a switch i have a playstation I didn't try. I didn't get rid of my PlayStation because Tears of the Kingdom came out. I just I know people that went out and bought switches because of Tears of the Kingdom that have PlayStation and Xboxes. I know people that's buying extra cop like the the first game just because they want to see what it was what the all the hype is all about. And it's because one game was so popular and it was so it, it reviewed so well, it made people say, "Hey, let me try out what this system is." And they let's, didn't get rid of their old stuff even, to do it. Because because there are people who believe that if you took Tears of the Kingdom and you put it on the Xbox, it doesn't review like that. There are people who believe that it would not be as highly critically acclaimed as it is if it, if it was an Xbox game. If okay, is the Lord well, my whole thing? Well, before you say that, is did xbox do the things for zelda that nintendo did for it over 25 years to build it up to be that that's the question like i do i do agree with people when it comes to like zelda being the game that it is but is it this isn't just because it's tears of the kingdom breath of the wild didn't review like that because it was breath of the wild it they're, got they're the scores applying they're also applying uneven logic because yeah. tears of the kingdom it's not as if the developer did wasn't squeezing the very best they could out oh of, they getting every every bit exactly. of the switch out of it every so now, bit of it so if you want to say if tears of the kingdom was on xbox Take the same game and the same game design, but instead of it running at 720p, make it 1440p 4K. Oh my god, 1440p 60 frames per second. Can you imagine, or something you know similar to that, which is what you would expect on the Xbox Series X or S. It was like a real cartoon. It looked like a real cartoon. Yeah. Now take that game with that level of performance for the that is that is measurable for the actual hardware. And yes, that would be a system seller. Take yes. Spider-Man 2018, which was a system seller for PlayStation. That Spider-Man PlayStation was sold out everywhere mm-hmm. the, uh, in 2018's hot. That's a system seller. You get a licensed superhero, Marvel superhero, with the level of quality that Insomniac put in that game, you're going to get a system seller. Even though the game was an 87 Metacritic game, it was a system seller. That is what we're, we're talking about when you, there's a different level. You're not getting, yes, you may have a quality Age of Empires 2 or Age of Empires 4, 
you may have a quality um, Wasteland 3. It's not Spider-Man. It's not Tears of the Kingdom. It's not God of War Ragnarok. It's like there's a different level. And that different level is high quality system seller game. And that's what they're missing. And so if Starfield, to go back to Phil's comments, if Starfield was an 11 out of 10 game, I disagree with Phil Spencer. I do think that will move units in a significant manner. I do think that console gamers who don't care about playing on PC would buy Xboxes, not sell their PlayStation, but buy Xboxes to play a can't-miss game that everybody's talking about. If they had the marketing for Hogwarts Legacy, they they probably would have beat PlayStation and MPD early this year in one of those months. Yeah, I agree. Because people were going around buying PS5s just to play Hogwarts Legacy because they thought it was exclusive to PlayStation. Hmm. So look, I, I, like I said, like I, you know, we people can look. I, I, I even I know what Phil Spencer meant. For those who be like, man, y'all don't understand what Phil Spencer. I know what he meant. I still disagree. I still agree. That's fine. That's fine. We'll we'll see how it all turns out. And I I do hope that like that system seller can't miss game. I hope that's in development within the Xbox ecosystem soon. You know. Whether they, I mean, they they're getting ABK, and it looks like like of course you know they can't rely on Call of Duty to be that for them because they have to make sure Call of Duty is on everything, but maybe Blizzard could deliver that. But then you see what Blizzard's doing with Overwatch too, and you know hopefully Diablo Four delivered like i i really enjoy playing the beta so i'm really i'm thinking it's going to deliver but like blizzard's got like a some kind of survival game or something like that that they're really hyped for that hasn't been announced I, yet yeah that it seems like all that kind of content is going to stay within the xbox ecosystem the way they want it so hopefully i hopefully think one of those games are are, are that on that level Go ahead, man. You're you're right about Call of Duty. They can't really de- depend on that being the seller, even though with it most likely being in Game Pass, it would still help. The thing yeah. I do help, I do the, the thing I do think Call of Duty does do for them though. It makes those financial ports look a lot better. Yeah, and, a and, lot and will, better. It will start to tip the scale for the Call of Duty community slowly. I think. I think. That, oh yeah. Like, yeah, there are people that are so black and white with this, where they're just like, "Oh, it's going to change everything." No, it's not. Or, "Oh, oh, it's not going to. No one's going to switch to a new console for Call of Duty," which is typically kind of true, especially if you have to keep parity with content and not get all kind of perks that PlayStation currently gets with the marketing deal. But that said, we see how this works with marketing. You only mention if they start showing Call of Duty commercials for new Call of Duty coming out every year or whenever they, it drops because there's, there's a chance they might not be annual anymore once they, they, they're they kind of moving towards this direction anyway. So it may have nothing to do with the acquisition. But all that said, 
if in 2025 the Call of Duty that comes out has an Xbox logo at the end, there will be people going into Forte's GameStop talking about I'm buying the Xbox Series X because I gotta play Call of Duty. Yeah, that's true. And we that- in the hardcore community look at that and be like, "Ain't no freaking way somebody is dumb." Ain't no way this is what people are doing. But then every year we see an example of this. <laughs> I mean, I had a person that came into the store trading it. Had a person come into the store trading the PlayStation 4 just because Microsoft put in the bid for Activision and traded in and bought an Xbox. They said, and their, their rationalization to it was. Well, even if the deal doesn't go through, the game will still be available on Xbox, and it, it already was, and it's already over there now. So, I mean, look, it's it's it is what it is, you know. It look, is what it is. I, I I think I think you'll start to see the numbers slowly become more even as the years goes on. After you know, PlayStation no longer has the marketing, no think, longer has the yeah. perks. They're clearly people like we know people. You, you have Call of Duty on PlayStation because of the the, the 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 fact that you you got like extra custom loadout slots. You got um you get extra points towards the battle pass tokens for the battle pass that no one else gets. You get double XP experience quicker or faster. Oh, I remember when I told you else. when I had all that stuff, right. you was like, yo, why your game got more stuff than me? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, literally just, I've been, I, when we, I, I had been playing the game all day. Forte just started playing the game, logged in, had, had more, had more stuff on the battle pass than I did already. I was like, oh yeah, God, you're playing on PlayStation. Like, see, like, it was just like, I had to remember. <laughs> but, but it's just, you know, when those perks are gone, how many people are going to? Hey, I'm, I'm gonna play it on PC now. Or I'm gonna play true. it on Xbox. Like play, now, yeah. like there's just no there. The perks aren't there for me to play it on 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 PlayStation anymore. So you know that's the only reason why I was playing it over here. You know, there's gonna be people who do that. But not everybody, clearly. But you know, there's gonna be people that do that. There's still like the the largest demographic on PlayStation are people who only on only on the PlayStation. So. That's that that will remain consistent, you know, and you'll see, you know, people who won't switch over. Yeah, you know, they don't feel the need to. Hey, still on PlayStation. That's all I need to know. But yeah, you're right, man. So with that, man, I as always, man, I really appreciate the conversation with you every week, and um, always look forward to Thursdays with you. It's always a great time. Um. And shout out to the chat, man. 53 people got here throughout the day. And I'm looking at it as a, I'm looking at the chat. And there's one thing that has definitely changed over the course of the last couple of weeks, probably like the last month. Normally, when I look at this chat, I see a lot of blue uh, names in there because we have a lot of mods that are on this channel, people that we trust and that support us immensely. And uh, we gave them that status. And I, I see, I'm looking at the chat now, and there's like a lot of white names. So there's a lot of new people that came through to support us. And it's not just this show. It's been like this consistently over the course of the last month, you know, between my slow, my show, my channel, slow-mo's channel. We really, truly appreciate all the love and support you guys. Just, just hanging out with us, 
blowing up the chat, talking talking about games, telling us how you feel. It's always been a great time, and uh, I'm definitely blown away by just seeing so many new names in the chat. But uh, with that, I definitely want to get my homie up out of here. You know, he probably want to go play some Call of Duty, or he might want to go to sleep. You know, but nah, I'm gonna go to sleep. I gotta get up yeah. early. I got like, I actually gotta go to a funeral tomorrow for. Uh, oh, okay, um, got you. A friend of the family. Um, right. that has a relative that we we all kind of knew passed away so. yeah so yeah. with that i'm gonna give him a second to pull up his channel members i'm gonna shout mine out and then we're gonna get up out of here but um for this channel oh and speaking of which uh shout out to the homeboy um dragon heart yobi no 10 percenter shout out to him six i think it says six months yeah six months Yep, six months as a 10%er. Um, really appreciate you, bro. Really appreciate how you support not just us, you support pretty much a lot of people in the community, and you're just a genuinely good dude. And if anybody else wants to jump up and you know join the channel, just hit that join button and uh you could you too could become a 10%er and um really appreciate all the love and support on that. But with that being said, the rest of the 10 percenters that came through. We got Gregor Von Doom, Texas Lean, True Serum, uh, Big Matt Moe, Ducky, Deathflex27, Dragonheart Yobi, Stardust Acero, Ramon Terrell, Hargi Chani, Brat, Basement Radio Arcade Podcast, Corey Hale, Erodimus, Slomo Backslept, DJ Oris, and that guy Smitty. Really appreciate it, guys. You guys support us in a major way. And for myself, you're already on the channel. Make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Um, really helps out the channel a lot. Definitely got a lot of stuff going on on the channel over the course of the next couple of weeks. We will be live for the PlayStation event on the DPS channel next week. We will have a special guest that we will announce later on um, this weekend to let people get you know excited for that. Um, so we'll yeah. be live doing that show with me, Slow Mo, and one other special guest. Um, um yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be coming in late. I uh, actually let me do my channel membership now. Yeah, explain. yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, um, yeah. So, go ahead, uh, do your stuff now. Shout out to RK4247, Donnell Brown, Captain Crunch, Neil S, Jeff B Gaming, Percolator 9000, Steve Harlow, uh, East Texas Alice, Franco, Franco Tech, <clears throat> excuse me, John E, Dex, Dexflex 27, John John the Don, Vay Babe, Dragonheart Yobi, Enrique, Hargi Shani, Troop Serum. Aradimus, Ramon Terrell, Homie One Kenobi, Gaming Force, Corey Hale, Stardust Acero, and that guy Smitty. So, uh, um, what I was saying is that what we're going to do, and I'm going to put the uh, link to the DPS channel in the chat, um, and we'll tweet it out to everyone so that everyone knows, you know, um, and with the link of, of, of everything. But essentially, um, Forte is going to um, go live on our DPS channel, which is the. Uh, um, the link I just put in the chat on on uh, Wednesday for the PlayStation Showcase. I'll be showing up a little late. Like I got to pick up my kids, so I'm I'm not gonna be able to to be there initially. But we will we'll have a special guest with Forte um, that has been uh, very eager to, uh, to to wrap it up with us and uh, and um, and kind of like watch the show and do the live reaction. So. Uh, I'll be there probably a little late, but I'll be there nonetheless. And we can, you know, see, see how everything turns out. So just, you know, come join us next Wednesday. Uh, watch it with us if you, if you like. Yeah, definitely. And with that guys, uh, you got anything? Oh, let them know where they can find you. 
Oh, slow mo backslap YouTube channel. Um, is if if you guys aren't sub to it, you know, please do. Uh, as well as the same name on Twitch, Kick, TikTok, Twitter, and anything that's gaming, basically. <laughs> if you see that name, it that's that's, that's definitely me. It's no one else. So yeah, definitely. And with that, guys, really appreciate you guys. Um, Lakers go down 0-2. Jamal Murray goes for 37-23 in the fourth quarter. Let's go, Nuggets. Y'all have a good weekend, and we will see you guys next week for the um, episode 134 on Slomo's channel. And um, have a good weekend, guys. Peace. Peace.